Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, eating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House, thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. And the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. And And this this is is How We Win. Win. Good morning, Muller Junkies. This is AG, and I'm very proud and excited to announce that we've smashed over 100,000 downloads, and to celebrate, we'll be hosting MSW Live this July 3rd at the world-famous Comedy Store in San Diego. We'll do some comedy sets, have some past guests join us, and answer all your Muller questions live in a panel Q&A. So plan your summer vacation now and join us in San Diego on July 3rd at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. VIP tickets are available for a pre-panel cocktail meet-and-greet, where you can hang out with A.G., Jalisa, Jordan, and some of our other past guests. And our business partners will be there. As always, patrons will get a discount code on regular and VIP tickets, so head over to the MullerSheWrote.com website to become a patron today, and we'll see you on the 3rd of July. This podcast may contain laughter. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello, welcome to Mueller, She Wrote, episode 26. 26 weeks since the first indictments. And never a dull moment. (laughs) I'm A.G., your anonymous host, ethically complying with the Hatch Act, unlike some folks in the White House. Uh, I work for the executive branch of the government. I'd like to keep that job, so I go by A.G. With me, as always, is Jordan Coburn. Oh, swishing it up. Hello. (laughs) And Jaleesa Johnson. Hey, guys. How was your week? You know, I'm in Twitter jail right now. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like... um have you guys seen Ready Ready Player One yet? Yes. Oh, we're all caught up. Okay. Yeah, it feels like the internet is like everything to me and now i feel like i'm disconnected from 
like the universe. Is this related to that screenshot I sent to you that said you couldn't see? Exactly. Your, so yeah. they so they halted your account just temporarily. Yeah. What for? She hmm. updated her phone number and yeah. sent it to Twitter, and they're just taking their sweet time. Sweet sweet time. I wonder if like uh like black people are disproportionately Twitter jailed. You think? <laughs> I wonder. I'm kidding. <laughs> Nothing God, to do I with race. Not. I just couldn't help. Um, but yeah, it'll be fine in a few days. But there is a hashtag free Jalisa going on. So really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Some of the Miller Road fans are like trying to get Twitter to you know check their email. So it might work. Nice. But the confirmed yeah. reason that you're halted is because of unverified phone number. Correct. That's what all they want or is that's me what to. They're saying. Well, they want me to send a text. You know how they like do the the code thing, and so it's my old number, so I can't send them the code. So now I have to wait. Until they update my new number. Got it. It's well, unfortunate. you are missed. Yeah. On Twitter. I feel so disconnected. <laughs> You'll be back soon. Yeah. Uh, I was at an amazing leadership seminar all week. Oh, um, yeah. I'm pretty tired. It was a lot of work, but it was well worth it. We took the Myers-Briggs personality test. Have you guys taken that? Yeah. Do you know what you are? I do. What is it? ENFP. Oh, nice. Oh, I forget because the letters are confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember the general like result. So you're was an outgoing. ISFP. Okay. There you go. Hey. Uh, what, uh, what are you? I'm an ENTJ. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so we're all different letters. At one point in my life, I was an ENTJ, and now I'm an ENFP. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm pretty on the border for those last Ooh. two. I got it. So yeah. you're. I used to want to be an EMT. <laughs> but blood makes me crazy. Yeah, no, it's really cool. So, so what does that mean about you? Like, what what is your well, yeah. like my strengths, I'm uh, our leadership and all that other stuff. But my weaknesses are uh, th- here's what they said: dismissing the feelings of others, ignoring pragmatic details, and making decisions too quickly. And I'm sorry, but those sound like strengths to me. So mm. I don't get it. Uh, so I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I also apparently don't take criticism very well. I whatever. Well, neither does. Comey, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Comey's probably an ENTJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mine was the com- campaigner. Is the Ooh, ENFP? Yeah, like you're good yep. at people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fake as fuck. No, just, I'm no. just kidding. You're like an Obama. It's just right? a joke. Oh. Yeah, you're totally top forty. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was a, it. Was a fun. It was a fun seminar. I had a good time. We I go back in for a week in June and a week in August. Oh, so. cool. With the same group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. nice. All right. So today, Jordan, you're going to talk about the amazing Trump Fox meltdown. Oh yes. I'm so excited. And uh, Jaleesa is going to give us a, a Broidy Nader update. Mm-hmm. And I'll be talking about the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence final giant 223-page report. That's the HIC, House Intelligence Committee. Oh, that's GO- going to be great. GOP put out a 223-page report. I'm just going to read it. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's going to be an extra long episode today. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was also a Democratic, a minority reply. So that was also, I think, 99 pages. I can't remember. But they're pretty pretty beefy did mm-hmm. you see that image of david nunez and adam schiff sitting next to each other mm-hmm. this week at the correspondence so sad no it was it was something and and yeah i don't know the capital but it was so sad seeing that oh just that they were hanging out just how schiff might must feel all the time right just gross <laughs> oh. anyway let's uh let's kick it off with just the facts all right the week started off pretty slow guys on sunday a reminder article was published that Giuliani has ties to BTA Bank, um, which has ties to Felix Sater, um, Arif, and Cohen. Um, we covered this in episode 12, but they put it out this week. <laughs> so, Jalisa, do you have that clip? I do. Move on to Monday. It was announced on Monday that the dictator of Kazakhstan, who is not Borat, I found out, uh, he's going to be visiting the White House. Well, he already did, but this was 
you know, Monday. Mm-hmm. Right. He visited the White House last week. And uh, here, okay, here's the thing with Kazakhstan. We learned in the first round of Fusion GPS transcripts that, that Diafi released, mm-hmm. uh, Diafi said, that the dictator's son, the dictator is the guy who's visiting the White House, his son took over BTA Bank in Kazakhstan after it was looted for billions of dollars by the previous chairman, who then set up shell companies through Felix Sater and purchased Trump properties, all of which were quickly, quickly resold for less money. Huh. It's funny, as, as we get deeper into this, stories keep popping up that we've covered uh, in the past. And I'm getting the feeling that we report on a lot of stuff that other news outlets miss or they're late to the party yeah they're distracted by other trump stuff yeah yeah Yeah, i would share articles but i feel like we've already covered them so it's it's like like you know i share them on twitter and i'm like this this will sound familiar if you listen to the pod exactly but it's a nice refresher too and and validating yeah it it, it's very validating it's it's good to know that we're on top of things at least so Mm -hmm. Thanks to our listeners for that. We couldn't do it without you. Oh, yeah. Uh, we learned early in the week that the U.S. eased sanctions on Deripaska's aluminum company. Mm. Um, and that sent aluminum stocks into a tailspin. Mnuchin said that if Deripaska relinquishes control of the company, uh, they'd ease up on sanctions and extend the deadlines for U.S. companies to comply by five months. Um, people who listen to our pod already know Deripaska was planning to step down already. So whoopty shit. <laughs> Um, the Hill reported this week that Sean Hannity is linked to shell companies that spent $90 million on property. Um, that's a, a red flag for money laundering, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, and Hannity used HUD under the National Housing Act loan program, an Obama program, by the way. Hmm. Um, Thanks, and, Obama. <laughs> yeah. And Hannity didn't mention his HUD cooperation when Ben Carson, the HUD secretary, was on his show. That's his nickname. Pizza ben Hunt. the HUD Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Tilla the HUD. <laughs> Uh, Hannity's real estate lawyer, whose name is Christopher Reeve. This country is safe against Superman, thanks to you. No, sir. Don't thank me, Warden. We're all part of the same team. Night. Uh, anyway, Christopher Reeve said Hannity's real estate holdings were highly confidential and not relevant for the public when the Hill asked for comment. So, <laughs> funny. He just got like an $8 million loan from HUD. No big deal. Yeah. No red flag at all there. It's not as expensive as a dining room table, but yes. I mean, you know. It's a little more expensive than mine. My large basement geographical region is irrelevant. <laughs> What's going on there? No one needs to know. <laughs> uh, there was a new court filing Monday from, uh, from Mueller opposing Manafort's motion to suppress evidence that the government obtained during the raid on his house in Alexandria. The filing goes into detail about what exactly the FBI could grab because Manafort is saying and his, his Fourth Amendment rights were violated uh, and listed him like, they, you, can't, you can't take my bong. You weren't looking for bongs, man. Right. <laughs> um, remember when people would say that? Like, you have a bong on your table? If that They didn't come in for that. Yeah, they can't dude. bust you. I have a water pipe. They can bust you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, his Fourth Amendment rights were violated. He listed, oh, and listed among the specifics in this warrant are, quote, communications, records, documents, and other files involving any of the attendees of the June 9th, 2016 meeting at Trump Tower, as well as Aras and Amin Agalarov. So, interesting. That means, I mean, we've been speculating forever that Mueller's looking into the June Trump Tower meeting. I think right. that's probably a given. Mm-hmm. But now there's documented evidence. Oh, yeah. 
On Wednesday, judges in the federal district court in Manhattan voted to appoint Jeffrey Berman as the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, days before his interim appointment was about to expire. Trump didn't set an alarm, I guess. Um, (laughs) So the court exercised this very seldom used power to fill the seat without him. So they put Berman in there. Berman is the Trump guy. He's also recused from Cohen. Probably because he's, he's part got, of Cohen's he's, business. <laughs> he's probably tied to BTA Bank with Giuliani or some shit. Who knows? Wait, um, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's so annoying that Giuliani's name is back in politics now. I thought he was done with after he had that failed presidential campaign. Yeah, I know. Here he is again. I hate him. His teeth freak me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shouldn't judge people teeth based on their shame. looks. But I, shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't teeth shame to my, my, my listeners tweet? with yeah. dentures. Please don't email me. <laughs> Um, I have a partial. No, I don't. I'm just trying to relate. Never mind. Yeah, uh, I got was... a gum graph. Sorry. Oh, did you? I'm gonna have to. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's not that bad. My uh, little my front gums started receding. Yeah, same. Mine did that too. Oh, so good. You're human, not even I old. Think. I feel better. Oh no, no. Yeah, it happened when I was 19. They had to cut off a piece of the roof, the roof of my of your mouth, mouth, and then and then yeah, sew it onto yep. the bottom. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It's pretty cool actually. And then you're like a zombie mouth. You think I could get some oxy? Yes. Awesome. You do get it. I mean, I can confirm that. Either that, or I can just go ask Ronnie Jackson for some, right? <laughs> He'll just give me some, right? Just hey, bro. Yeah, Admiral. Excuse me, Admiral. Best of luck in your surgery, Ag. Oh, thank you. I, I don't. <laughs> if I could get it's him a to risky an, one. If I could just get Ronnie Jackson to announce my health all the time, I would feel so much better about myself. Uh, anyway, the story started to come out about Ronnie Jackson this week. And I've said the nomination uh, for the Secretary of Veterans Affairs is not really a Mueller story. But I'm a veteran, and I know we have a lot of veteran listeners, um, particularly part of the Veterans Resistance Squad, Veterans Resistance Groups, that listen to MSW. So bear with me, Mueller junkies. Um, anyhow, there were missing Percocet. <laughs> uh, he wrote himself prescriptions. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. There were over 20 complaints from active duty and veterans. Assholes, right? Mm. Um, active duty service members and veterans that yeah, worked with untrustworthy. him. untrustworthy. Totally. Uh, apparently he That's got... That's a joke, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> apparently he got drunk and crashed a car and was drinking on duty. Um, then Trump said midweek <clears throat> in a press conference that he told Ronnie, quote, I wouldn't do it if I were him. I wouldn't do it. Uh so basically giving him an out, right? But then Ronnie said, no way, man, I'm in, I'm in 100%. But then Trump called him over to the White House that night and was like, we should talk. And uh, he withdrew his nomination the next mm. day. Yeah. So he's like, seriously, don't do it. And I was being serious. Yeah. <laughs> when I say don't do it, I mean, don't do it. You got to see his face to know he's serious. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Or he could do, do it, like, it like how he talked to Comey, like, I'm hoping you can see your way clear to not do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to speak Trump, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, he made an amazing phone appearance Thursday morning on Fox and Friends, by the way. I'm sure you've seen the video or maybe you watched the Daily Show clip. Oh, my God. The Daily <laughs> so Show clip good. is the best. I got to watch it. I haven't seen that one. D- it, Trevor Noah kills me. And the way they cut it together, mm-hmm. it was just so funny. Yeah. Um, it, it only took two Two hours before Trump's own words were used against him in federal court. It's got to be a record. <laughs> I don't know. He could probably beat it himself next week. He could beat it himself. We'll just get that chopped Hey-o. up like that. <laughs> Trump said that Cohen only represented him in a teeny tiny fraction of his legal proceedings. Uh, and that led the prosecution in the Cohen case to be totally comfortable with a special master uh, going through the documents. And the judge agreed. So Barbara Jones, a former U.S. attorney, um, was appointed, uh, who was who's an appointment, appointee from Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. and she was a prior assistant U.S. attorney in New York, was appointed 
um, as the special master in the Cohen case. So she's familiar with the court because she she was assistant U.S. attorney in Southern District. Uh, And this will make the case move forward much faster. Um, And I'd wager we'll get uh, a Cohen indictment within 30 days. Dude, Uh, that'd be so cool. Let's do a countdown. That's crazy. Are they allowed to (laughs) a countdown or (laughs) Cohen countdown? Or just all of them countdown. But is it so... Do you think they cited what he said in that interview in their explanation? They did. For they, that? did. They, they put it directly they did. In, it's the, in the, in the it's, court file. That's allowed. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I to mean, me. it's a it's like a confession, right? Essentially, it's it's. I your guess word. so. I yeah. would just feel like you would have to be under some sort of oath when they were going to take it into consideration. Interesting. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's cool. That's that's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blew up his entire case. His whole case. The reason he hired special attorneys, mm-hmm. uh, some couple, some husband and wife couple, the same day he brought Giuliani on, um, he their whole case that they were meticulously and carefully building was to say that none of these documents seized could be used because of attorney-client privilege and Trump gets up on Fox and says he wasn't really my attorney at all and <laughs> oh, God God love him yeah brilliantly stupid oh, yeah. yeah so if we don't see an indictment by the end of June um, with Cohen you can bet he's flipped mm-hmm. put some beans on it not to mention, after saying he would plead the fifth earlier in the week in the Stormy Daniels case, uh, the judge in that case put the entire thing on hold for 90 days in the likely event that Cohen will be indicted. Wow. <laughs> so, so the judge in the Stormy Daniels case is like, because he, he pleaded the fifth, mm-hmm. and then the judge is like, don't even worry about it, just put the case on hold. And, and I want to mention that it's pretty normal to plead the fifth. Um, well, it's not normal to be under in a civil case and be under federal investigation at the same time. None of this is really time. normal, but Correct. technically, yeah. But if you are... Yeah, if, you if you're happen, already at that point... If you happen to be, uh, you know, a potential um, deposition candidate in a in a civil case, you and you're being federally investigated, you usually plead the fifth because anything you say... Will be used against ...can you. be used against you in federal court. Mm-hmm. So most people plead the fifth in that case. So everyone's, you know, oh, you plead the fifth, you're guilty. He is guilty AF, but... right. Like, that's why. Yeah, yeah they're like usually some... guilty if they're in that position, right? I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Dude. Is that wrong to say? Yes. <laughs> I guess, yeah, Dude. there's the whole benefit of the doubt thing. Where, yeah. yeah, benefit of the doubt? Yeah. It's called presumption of innocence? There you go, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> You're so cute. It Dude. seems like it's the same. Dude, I love you so hard. Thank you. You're like, huh, oh, no, they're all guilty AF. Yeah. <laughs> Pleading seems, the... Yeah. No, go for it. I was just going to say, pleading the fifth definitely is some purgatory between pleading guilty and not guilty. It's oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to say. I'll let you do with that what you will, mm-hmm. sir. And the judge is like, well, I've seen this before. I'm going to yeah. put this on hold. Yeah. <laughs> this looks familiar. Yeah. Save us all some time. <laughs> really? Because if he gets indicted in the other case, then he's not going to be able to participate in both trials simultaneously, I think. I don't know. Lawyers, let me know. Yeah. Tweet at me at miller she wrote jordan parker is the best for that he is and he's moving to oklahoma really i wanted him to come to our july 3rd thing and he's gonna be he's moving to oklahoma what for i I don't know why would anyone move to oklahoma my mom actually wants to move to oklahoma city and yes tornadoes they're funny to look at (laughs) he's a storm chaser that must be what it is yeah yeah yeah. he's giving up law real estate is apparently great right there right now it's you can get a lot for a little actually great is like price wise right but mm-hmm. definitely not like like property wise yeah it depends if you're that person that sits on a rocking chair in your porch you know and oh you know, true yeah and i can't even say i've never been to oklahoma i've been to nebraska 
um, and Kansas and Missouri. I don't like the flatness. I've been to Oklahoma and it's I've just like Texas. Too. Yeah, flat for it days. Is. It's like, humid in the summers too. It's yeah. like really hot and humid, but it's beautiful. It's like, I yeah. think it's it's like American plains. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. some people America. love it. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty trees and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Seasons. We don't know what that is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it makes time go faster, I was thinking the other day. You think? Because it's just one constant state. It's just like, I have no, my frame of reference could be five years ago, ten years ago. I know. You're like, last winter? I don't know. Could have been the summer. <laughs> it was 70 degrees out. It could have really been any day of the year. Exactly. Sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. The rest of you. Remember, you know Jesse Egan? He's like, a huge front is moving in. A front of jealousy from the rest of the country <laughs> coming into San Diego. That's funny. Yeah, plan your vacation, man. Come out here for the 4th of July. We have an incredible Embarcadero fireworks show. Um, it's You can take a, a, a cruise out on the... My favorite thing is to cruise out on the bay for the fireworks. That sounds so fun. Um, the Star of India is down there. We and should do that. We should hang out on July 4th, maybe. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like after the show? Oh, yeah, the, the next, next day. day. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be great. Have that'd some be... patriotic, like true patriotic. <gasps> Sexy justice. Celebration. Like, yeah. Real patriots only. I love it. I do. I think that's a good idea. But yeah, July 3rd, it's Tuesday. Um, it's it's our Moshi Wrote Live. And you can plan a whole vacation around it. It's plenty of time. Uh, come to the zoo. We mm-hmm. have we have a zoo here. Uh, I've heard the San Diego Zoo is very nice. <laughs> No, I remember I go there like every other day. Um, And uh, we got SeaWorld, no Shamu though. Um, Blackfish, what's up? (laughs) Big ups to Blackfish. Uh, But yeah, no Shamu show. But dolphins. Mm -hmm. Um, And fast grass. And and fast grass. Oh, that's right. Dallas McLaughlin worked at SeaWorld forever. Mm -hmm. He put some beans on that place. Wait, are those dolphins high? Is that why they're so like chill with it? Yeah. Like, well, I'm thinking about when they're like dancing backwards, like moonwalking across. You got to see the show, guys. You got to see the dolphin show. They're high on something. You got to see the dolphins, the high dolphins moonwalk. Yeah. No dolphins were harmed. I'm sure it's consensual. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Coons Booker Tillis Graham bill advanced through the Senate, you guys. Uh, the Judiciary Committee only, though. And McConnell still sells, says he'll kill it by not allowing it to be brought to the floor. That's an unnecessary verb. Yeah. Why, you treasonous bitch bag, can we not vote <laughs> on this damn bill? Like, what? Wh- why are you blocking it? Because remember, Mitch McConnell knows why people are going to act the way they will act. Oh. And that's his reasoning for mm. stopping legislation from mm, getting right. seen. He knows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, more texts from Strzok and Page came out this week. Uh, and remember, we now know that Page, Lisa Page, is a witness in the Mueller investigation, which is weird. I can't figure out why she's a witness. Is that Carter Page's wife? Uh-uh. <laughs> Who is this? No, Lisa Page is, is the one who was texting back and forth, Strzok and Page. Um, uh, you know, Trump is a dildo, mm-hmm. but yeah, also hate FBI, Hillary and yeah, fuck Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, and the FBI. So she's a yeah, the best thing society. that happened to Trump, basically. Yeah. Okay. Their texts. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder why she'd be a witness. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Like I, I've been, I've been racking my brain, and I mean, maybe she knows something about the obstruction. I don't know. Yeah, because they wouldn't. It's not as if they'd be interviewing her to investigate her. She's within this other investigation. No, she's so just a witness. To be, yeah, she's pure to. witness. She's not even a subject. Right. Like, like Trump. Yeah. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Uh, we'll have to, you know what? Tweet us your theory. I'd like to know. Um, like what she has to bring to the table? Yeah. What? How is she involved in the Russia investigation? Tweet, tweet us at Mueller. And she then wrote. Lisa Page tweets us. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Lisa Page is I a big... I plead the fifth. He's like, here's the deal. <laughs> Long-time listener, a big fan. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you why I'm part of the investigation. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, it's just... She's a she's a witness, and that's... And I, I think the obstruction case, but I'm just... I'm full-on guessing. Uh, anyway, these texts that they are that were released are Struck and Page's reaction to Comey's firing and Mueller's appointment. Uh, Struck said of Comey being fired, quote, having a tough time processing tonight, Lease, uh, feeling a profound sense of loss. And then Lease Page responded, quote, I feel the same loss. I want to see I I wanted to see what the FBI could become under him. His vision for greatness for our strong but flawed organization. I'm angry, angry and mourning. Those damn humans. <laughs> That's a good text, man. That's it is. It's really sad. Almost like they knew someone was watching. It's a full-on text. Or they always talk right? like that, yeah. <laughs> Some of the texts were cryptic and their shorthand wasn't really clear, such as, quote, we need to open the case we've been waiting on now while Andy is acting. Oh. Like, what case? Yeah, they must have been meeting up. And, yeah. why, and why open it when McCabe is acting? I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's the investigation into the uh, leaks in the Southern District or in the New York mm. field office. Yeah. When they leaked to Giuliani. Right. Uh, who, by the way, said that he they leaked. The thing that prompted <laughs> Comey to come out with it right before the election. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Comey's not saying. Nobody's saying. And uh, honestly, I think it's because it's an, it's an investigation. Um, so you can't. can't that is a bit it. of a flag, the, that language. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do that one thing we won't be able to do later. Yeah. What we can do now. <laughs> <laughs> Since McCabe's in charge. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my husband's a very wonderful leader of the FBI, so mm-hmm. you would want to open a case under McCabe. It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. How is he, by the way? Anything <laughs> under McCabe, adorable. really. That's how he is. <laughs> He's just adorable. <laughs> Uh, another uh, qu- another text that was kind of cryptic said, um, I could hear the shredders in the White House and DOJ running from here Whoa. after Mueller was appointed. I wonder if it's metaphoric or if it's literal. So Wait, that's literal. I yeah, can hear the shredders. I'm going to sh- well, go with literal. Well, wow. I, I'm sure they couldn't literally hear the oh, shredders. But, okay, okay. But that's like, what I was wondering. How close is their building? <laughs> <laughs> They're just massive industrial yeah. shredders. Like, guys, I can hear it. I can hear the obstruction. <laughs> it's literal, but not literal. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I think it was struck. Um texted page i could hear the shredders in the white house and the doj running from here what the doj what mm-hmm. what <laughs> <laughs> who at the doj uh, is sessions? that a song am i missing something is that like- sessions it had to be sessions oh yeah i, I thought you were rapping for a minute <laughs> what <Yeah. laughs> what 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 <laughs> wikileaks yeah we got it yeah anyway friday was a pretty crazy news day um, and it was a travel day for me. We learned that 16 phones were seized in the raid on Cohen, going back like 12 years. <laughs> all one 16, person. Yeah. 16? Apparently he keeps all his old phones. Oh, my God. Like it's a just, smart guy. Yeah. I lose it's my just, current phones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The FBI imaged them all. Yeah. So this is cool technology. They show up, they grab your phone, they plug something into it, make a copy, and then you hand it back to you. Here you go. That's crazy. I imagine they're just hanging a straight jacket just up on a coat rack. <laughs> Dude, they should sell it to like girlfriends phones. or something. Like, can you imagine this in the market for like crazy girlfriends that want to see everything? Like, or I guess crazy boyfriends. You, be you mean like boyfriends of his clients? No, just in general. Like, just a device where you could just, like 
put you, oh, 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 oh yeah yes. your boyfriend's phone into it <laughs> yes exactly oh my god i'm gonna make this yeah that's brilliant <laughs> the fbi has some go get one yeah i gotta yeah. oh Hey, here you go. Here's that back. That's yeah. just, your life yeah. is over. Bye. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Here's your away. phone back. Right? Okay, thanks. Bye. Feel free to text anyone now, but we might come back and image those as well. Um, oh, man, that's crazy. 12 or 16 phones. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> How do you keep... Oh, wow. Yeah. And I bet if any of them traveled to Prague with them in, you know, August, that uh, that data would be there, too. Mm-hmm. Some more shit about Nader and Broidy dropped Friday. I'll let Jalisa, our Broidy expert, tell you about that later. I'm in the ashamed. Show. No, he um yeah, he's he's got a lot of stuff coming up. <laughs> Being a Broidy expert, I don't want to be a part of his Broidy bunch, but yeah, no, I'll I'll break it down. I'm sorry yeah. to have no, it's made okay. you a Broidy expert. Yeah, you're the Broidy whisperer. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. No, I dig it. <laughs> You'll go to jail soon. <laughs> uh, Sessions, um, our racist possum, defended his decision not to appoint a special counsel to investigate the FBI, like the GOP wanted him to. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing it. There's not enough criminal shit for it to be justified uh but then he also said that the Mueller investigation has quote taken on a life of its own well okay yeah what does that mean i don't know if it's bad or good exactly like it's just taken it like it's it's grown legs i guess and it's (laughs) yeah these are observations yeah it's pretty neutral it's a big damn investigation you know so People keep saying they think it's close to over, and I wonder if it's far from over. I keep wondering, like, if... I don't know, man. Yeah, things keep getting added to it. But, like, we have 80, maybe 90 people on our fantasy indictment team. Yeah, and that's just (laughs) us, man. And that's, uh, you know, I would would be willing to say we only know about 10 to 15% of the people that are involved in this case. Not to say that there's going to be, you know, 500 indictments, but... Just more information about the same people, perhaps. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to all come out or not. Like, I just, I, I'm, are we going to have to wait 40 years for them to be unclassified? I'm not going to be alive. Wow. I, we got to know soon. Hey. You can probably upload your brain into the I was going to say, there's like blood transfusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost got morbid, but I was like, wait, no, you could totally yeah. like, take our blood. Maybe get the FBI to <laughs> yeah. image it, you know? Yeah, God. definitely. We'll just all be at a dialysis center. Yeah, just yeah. Feeding I'll out regenerate your brain, AG. Blood. <laughs> it's a good brain. We got to keep it. <laughs> My blood type is B positive. Yeah. Keep oh, her alive. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to see the papers. <laughs> you guys are weird. I love it. Because uh, I'm totally normal. Uh, uh, Jill Stein turned over documents to the special counsel related to Russia, but refused to fully comply. Mm. And her reason is ridiculous. Uh Jaleesa, you got to tell me. You got to say what the reason is. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, and I, I have the quote up, but I'm, I'm going to paraphrase because it's that crazy. She basically said that um, it's impossible for her to recall every single Russian she may have had contacts with because of like the millions of Russian heritage people she may have talked to in her lifetime. So it's just an impossible request. I'm so sorry. It could be anybody. I'm just so guilty. <laughs> yeah, it's overwhelming. <laughs> she, she was saying like it's prejudice against people of russian descent that are living in the united something yeah she literally said there could be millions oh. and you know what she's probably right about that number there could have been millions of trolls involved with this yeah. but i doubt she would know all of them i mean she's literally in a photo with putin and flynn oh my and, god yeah so i mean she's she's knee deep in some shit i just yeah. i just love the uh i couldn't possibly even know who all is russian or not <laughs> or how much like mm-hmm. how what percentage of russian do they have to be like oh my god 
seriously? I think she's buying herself some time, right? Like, it just sounds like she must know that's a ridiculous. I can literally yeah. hear the shredders from here. <laughs> <laughs> and offensive to Russians living in America? What does that even mean? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, a it's Hail Mary, yeah. It's offensive to Russians to target them in this right. investigation. Right, she's like, it's, how could you possibly ask me about Russians I know? That's just like a weird thing to say. Like, <laughs> a lot of people are Russian. What are you, racist? <laughs> it just seems like she's trying to be... She'd tweet at her like, like, hey, I want all your emails to Irish people. Yeah, yeah there we go. And also, so, how much do you weigh? How many blacks <laughs> do you know? Yeah. <laughs> so weird ask for the unaskable question <laughs> yeah oh. i don't i don't trust her i i right I how never... old are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> also on friday uh the nra started setting aside years of documents linked to kremlin banker torsion uh we've done multiple stories on the nra jaleesa you've covered this jordan you've mm-hmm. covered this we did a mm-hmm. minisode on it um and in and it looks like they're preparing for a possible subpoena they're gathering all their shit mm. So this all harkens back to the email sent to Dearborn with the subject line Kremlin connection or Mm -hmm. Kremlin back channel or whatever the fuck it said (laughs) uh, that we've referred to on multiple occasions. So keep your eye on that. Uh, I'm sure, Jordan, you'll have an update. um, In due time. As uh, as you're our Dearborn and Mashburn NRA Russia expert. Now that uh, Julius got Brody. Yeah, you got Brody. We got the NRA. I got the NRA. There's uh, I dig it. Yeah. There's so much. There is. We could probably each have five recurring segments. Yeah, on we're the like show correspondents. Easily. We're you our could. own daily show. Yeah, so you that could. makes you Trevor yeah. Noah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How does that. it feel? <laughs> I don't <laughs> to be suddenly black. Yeah. Exactly. I was. I didn't want to say that. I was like, that's just not. I feel that. like as a woman, I'm not being paid the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Even in this parallel universe, I'm still <laughs> oppressed. What is even in this completely made up thing? I can't even get away from it. There's a glass ceiling in my imagination. Uh, after oh, that's deep. <laughs> guy at the leadership conference was complaining about how he didn't get promoted because he's a man or something and i'm like well you couldn't break through the glass floor egg. after a few hearings and asking manafort to write a brief uh the judge in his case dismissed his civil case against Mueller. it's over um now if i can remind you what this is he filed two counts um one said that Mueller should have never been appointed in the first place and the second one said that Mueller was going outside of his scope mm-hmm. uh it, taken on a life of its own i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> like a tumor and yeah. in response the Mueller team gave the four-page uh rosenstein memo um mostly redacted that basically outlined what he was allowed to investigate in manafort and so the judge dismissed that one but said write me a brief on your first count that Mueller should have never been appointed in the first place and give it to me by april 11th and i'll consider it well she got it she considered it and she's like no right no dude so that was pretty much his last hope so manafort is fucked thank you oh nice with the that's a little bit perfect that's really good thank you we're getting really good yes (laughs) take this show on the road (laughs) if you have one word you want saying like that anyone hit us up (laughs) (laughs) yeah any name yeah yeah Yeah, like bill at your office we'll we'll do bill as fuck yeah we'll do it we need one fuck up allowed at the beginning though too (laughs) just no yeah we always do we're not gonna get it right the first time no that's perfect (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys that's this week's news we'll be right back Hello, thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. I'm talking to you because I could really use your help. 
There's a lot of costs associated with creating a podcast. There's editing, sound equipment, writing and research, hosting, shipping costs and merchandise, branding, web design, consulting, IT, and I'm not too proud to ask you guys for your support. Our patrons are the single source of revenue to cover these costs. And to be totally transparent, we're still in the red. And that's where you come in. By becoming a patron, you not only support our efforts, but you support women in podcasting and women in media. And the best part is that it's not a one-way street. In return for your pledge, you get access to our bonus content and ad-free episodes. You'll receive our weekly newsletter and our MSW Book Club membership. You'll also get all sorts of great rewards like t-shirts and stickers, reusable tote bags made from 100% recycled materials, and even our limited edition polonium tea from Russia with Love created just for us by our friends at joysteaspoon.com. So please help us out and head over to mullersherote.com and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. Hey, welcome back. Unless you're a patron, in which case you just heard, we'll be right back, immediately followed by welcome back. Um, (laughs) Remember, patrons, our ads are always available in the full episode. If you miss them, you can head over to iTunes and check them out. Yeah, some of them like them. I I like my ads. I Um, like them too. Then they get the the Fast Grass deal too. Oh yeah, promo stuff. They don't get get all the Fast Grass deal. Yes, discounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discounts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We make ads good, I think. We make them better. (laughs) Yeah. You do. You get all sorts of cool. Anyway, uh, and you know what you should do, though, at least is head over right now to iTunes and rate us. Um, Everybody just right now. Hit pause. Mm -hmm. Go give us a rating. It would mean everything to us. So like that's how we get on the charts. Yeah, iTunes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So do that. Yay. We would love you forever. Um, So this week's hot notes. Jaleesa, you have an update on Broidy and Nader. I do, yes. We have another Elliot Brody story. So this one broke on Wednesday. The Associated Press reported that George Nader, the guy who wired $2.5 million to Brody, was also secretly pushing his pro-UAE agenda through Congress. So this story basically highlights another instance of top Trump campaign officials coordinating with foreign political advisors to directly influence foreign policy during the 2016 U.S. presidential election. And in this report, we learned that the money Nader sent to Brody was wired just weeks before he sent even more money to several U.S. lawmakers who had some say in legislation regarding Qatar, which we know is UAE's rival in the Gulf. So according to this article, the $2.5 million was wired through Canada, and it was given to Brody with the sole purpose of persuading U.S. lawmakers to turn on one of the U.S.'s longtime allies, Qatar, or allies. So a month after this money was distributed, Brody organized a conference on Qatar's alleged, quote, ties to Islamic extremism. Yeah. <laughs> and at Jesus. this conference, Republican congressman uh, from California, Ed Royce, announced that he would introduce legislation that would brand Qatar as a terrorist supporting state. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They were serious about this. I mean, they got paid for it, so they delivered. And in July of 2017, Brody gave Royce $5,400 in campaign gifts, which we know is the max amount you can give by law. And then by November, Royce's bill naming Qatar as a state sponsoring terrorism was approved by the House Foreign Affairs Committee and is currently waiting review by the House Finance Services Committee. Wow. So institutionalized Islamophobia. For sure. Yes. Legislative level. With progress. I mean, they were literally making headway here. If that travel ban goes through, I think Brody should be on it. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be so good. You know what's funny? Anyone that like 
thinks that Obama like uh, was like pro the Muslim ban, but they also think he's he's Muslim. That always blew my mind. They're like, yeah, well, Trump's just doing what Obama said we should do. And I'm like, but you thought Obama was a Muslim. He wouldn't be able to come back in the States. If, OK, yeah. sorry. That's, <laughs> you don't get to have your uh, cake. Your Muslim it cake. Yeah, I know. I was going to think cake. of something, too. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to say some fun, I think like racist challah, cake is which is <laughs> We're totally Jewish. Yeah, it is. I'm half Jewish. I know. I, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Now I'm trying to think what would be on a racist cake. Like what kind of Baba Ganoush. I honestly don't know. I'm so sorry if I'm being extremely offensive. Holy shit. Yes, please hold your emails. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the donation that Royce got was just one of many donations Brody had given to GOP lawmakers in 2016. In fact, in just two months, Brody donated almost $600,000 to GOP members and Republican political committees. And all of these donations came right after his anti-Qatar conference. By the way, that's more money than he's given in donations in like the last 14 years combined. So he clearly had a hard on for this particular election. And in 2016, Brody's company, Cicernus? Cicernus. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. They also. Yes. (laughs) They also received $200 million in contracts from the UAE, even though there's no record of having done official business together. So people are wondering, obviously, Mueller, why they get their money. And not to mention in October, Brody, quote, raised the issue of Qatar at the White House in meetings with Trump and senior aides. In fact, on June 6th, Trump tweeted that Qatar was funding extremism. So uh, Trump went along with this at some point, whether he claims he knew what they were doing or not. It's just the whole plan was working from, you know, the bottom to the top. And just a reminder, there are strict laws on foreign donations for political activities, such as agents of foreign governments are required to register before lobbying so that there is a public record of foreign influence, something Brody and Nader both failed to do. And as we've covered before, Nader was at the Trump Tower meeting in December 2016. A month later, he met with Eric Prince and the top Kremlin official Kirill Dmitriev. Well, it, make sure to note that Nader wasn't at the Trump Tower meeting in June. Oh, yeah, It yeah. was a Trump Tower meeting in December. Got it. He was at a Trump Tower meeting in December, right? There were two <clears throat> different ones that Miller's looking at. And so this was just another connection with Nader and the top Trump officials, but at a different time. And then when he got back, of course, we know that Mueller stopped him at the airport, and now he's a witness. So... Ooh, side note, Royce, um, that congressman from California, he's not running for re-election. He, he said he'd rather focus on his committee this year instead of campaigning. rather focus yeah. on anything yeah. else. What a noble man. Right, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, I guess he is doing us a, a service. It's just, God, fuck them. So anyways, in conclusion, <laughs> with all of this Trump-Russia craziness going on, uh, this potential backstory to anti-Qatar legislative campaigns is just another dot in the continuous web of efforts by foreign governments or their proxies to influence American politics without official registration or documentation. In other words, you know, they're shady motherfuckers. <laughs> but that's that. <laughs> to that's sum just, up. Yeah, more on Brody and Nader. Just, you know, the Brody bunch. <laughs> and then just a reminder, Julissa, can mm-hmm. you tell us all who Brody was again and uh, how fucked up? It, yeah, yeah. He, Absolutely. He was... So Brody was Trump's top fundraiser. He essentially was the guy that was raising the most money during the campaign. And he got all this money from this guy who's now a witness because he did so much terrible stuff that Mueller's like, we need you. And I mean, it's now we know exactly what he was doing. So yes. there's the 200 Finance. million chair of the rnc yeah yeah, yeah like that's yeah top guy yeah like yeah so top yeah it's crazy as far as money goes if you're laundering he's the one that approves <laughs> like for sure so yeah he he gives a stamp there <laughs> laundering approved yeah <laughs> big stamp <laughs> but um yeah. 
but that's, that's crazy. the latest. Yeah, good point, Jordan. Yeah, he was the guy. Oh yeah, no, you've just been doing such a good job covering him, and, and it's like you just do it week to week, week. Yeah, so it's yeah. all. I don't want people to like forget, forget how important how important that guy I is mean, huge, in everything. Huge. Both of them. George Nader was um was a political advisor for the UAE, so they're both like top guys in these organizations. Nader has partial immunity. And he's cooperating, which is huge. Yeah, no, no one else does that we know of. Mm-hmm. That we know of. It yeah. could be. Who knows? I mean, yeah, this is crazy. But that's that's what we've learned. Of course, Mueller's probably known this forever. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? Yeah, getting a little sample platter. He listens to us. He's like, you guys. Yeah, he just giggles. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks so much for that. You're you you are our bona fide Broidy expert now. Thank you. You could probably write a whole article and submit it to Vice or Medium or Ooh. something. Um, I like that. We should all do that. We should just like do a little freelance like, from Miller she wrote on the you, side. You could. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, H.E. Yeah, do it. All right, Jordan, you have a story for us about the Trump Fox News meltdown. I'm, d- s- I'm so excited about it. this. was epic. It was so epic. It was epic and also terrifying. I watched the segment multiple times and... I probably could have just done with one. (laughs) So for those of you that did not see, Trump appeared on Fox and Friends this week to uh, a group of three interviewers that were very excited to have him. And then immediately their faces just went from just a stagnant smile for seven minutes straight to just nothing, just straight face. Somebody said it looks like somebody took the batteries out of that guy. at first he's all hey and then he's all uh. that is so true yeah they're wrestling papers trying to just find a way to look busy sort of as trump is going on this complete rant about everything so and he's on the phone right yep it's a phone interview it's three people sitting there on their little couch it looks like good morning america in the, yeah in, yeah and and so okay first off trump opens up just just comes out swinging with his <laughs> idiocracy. He, the birthday? Yes. <laughs> he talks about, birthday. he's like, this is Melania's birthday, so happy birthday, Melania. I decided I have to do it on your birthday. And then <laughs> my favorite quote is from Trevor Noah when, because the, um, the first question asked in the interview is by that one guy on Fox and Friends, and he asks, um, what'd you get her for her? her birthday and trevor noah says it, it's like someone threw him a softball and he swung and hit himself in the dick yeah. <laughs> it was so good yeah trevor noah's segment on it is amazing stephen colbert has a really good opening monologue that talks about it it's oh, it is i had to watch both yeah. it, it was so hilarious how much this guy sucks he talks <laughs> he talks about they yeah they ask him what he's gonna get and then he's like oh i got i, I mean I, I got her a very nice card <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I'll be in trouble. I, I didn't get her. I got her card. Yeah. One of the richest men supposedly in the world. It's crazy. And then he's like, she did a great job with France. Great job with France. They loved her. And then I saw a quote from someone that was French being like, she was fucking useless and literally did nothing. <laughs> and said nothing helpful. How do you get your porn star mistress $160,000 and get your wife a card? <laughs> At least $161,000. That is so true. Ooh. That is so true. It's just so offensive. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, least do I have her- to be a mistress for you? At least Poor give wife. her 160 grand. Bro. Yeah. And a card. Yeah. 131. How many golden <laughs> toilets does one woman need, really? Right? And what did that card say like i am so sorry like what what could he i don't know that's just sad yeah i can't imagine him writing for some reason crayons for sure that's what comes to mind (laughs) just the oversized flower just like (laughs) maybe he cut her a check (laughs) like an apology check yeah anyway okay so immediately basically trump is off the rails they try to ask him questions and keep him somewhat 
on topic and it's just literally impossible for him so if you have 30 minutes to spend being very frustrated i really uh say you should go watch it it's it's great to just see the evolution of the anchors honestly (laughs) so he goes in i really recommend watching the the trevor noah um rendition yeah oh my god yeah for sure (laughs) oh it's so good for sure uh so they start off the interview they start somehow talking he starts talking about how he's so much tougher than obama was on iran and how under obama they were literally bringing barrels of money into iran to fund them he like like pirate ship barrels or something just filled with and here's the here's the thing obama we owed 15 billion dollars to iran and obama paid it right that's what happened right right wow. yeah so of course trump has to go with this imagery like we're fucking just on pirate ships or something just doing <laughs> sketchy deals with like iran uh whatever that's a whole other conversation but anyway so he segues with zero segue the the when the anchor finally gets a question and he says all right what about ronnie jackson let's talk about him uh, so Trump's response to the Ronnie Jackson question, as we all know, he's the the um, candidate for the head of the VA that just got sh- he withdrew himself because he's getting decimated by media. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Trump comments on this, saying that Democrats are obstructionists. And he goes on a rant about how ridiculous it is that it takes so long for people to get interviewed and confirmed by the House and Senate and that it's criminal because these are, quote unquote, the best people in our country. Oh, my God. That gosh. are going up for I these positions. I think he really believes that. That is what I was going to say about this. This whole thing is just indicative that he gets into this character and he pathologically lies Mm -hmm. and he's able to deliver it and assume the character of a person where all those things were true. Yeah, method acting. Yes, it's it's honestly method acting. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The anchors literally cannot get a word in. He's going on rants. They're trying (laughs) to just say something and Uh, then... uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah (laughs) these poor people are stuck it's as if they're watching a runaway train but if they went and tried to stop the train they would lose their jobs and their pensions it is it's crazy it's just a nightmare for them i would imagine he asks uh one of the anchors asks well you say you know that how long it takes to get interviewed and confirmed as an issue why don't the gop leadership just sit there and wait it out and exhaust the questioning on the nominees and then trump of course tries to say yeah that's what i'm telling them to do i'm telling them to do that so hopefully that's what they're going to start doing he uh he gets asked that if the obstructionists win when his nominees don't fight back what is what does he have to what, what is he going to do about that and mainly talking about you know jackson stepping down after he was giving out painkillers like altoids in the white house Uh and uh he says well i could also i could say yes they're losing but i could also say no which is a brilliant response that's uh is that what he said yeah trump said well i could say yes they win but i could also say no they don't is very graded his own response (laughs) yeah um so <laughs> I just imagine him in his head like you're doing fine Trump just like keep talking. yeah you're doing great yeah he keeps reporting all of his catchphrases he says welcome to the swamp a bunch oh, of classic yeah all the he, hits after that he goes on, like another five minute rant on how great of a man Jackson is and how sad it is that he's being targeted like this uh, all well, in all have the, a, an affair with him already like just yeah. go for it yeah um, they ask him if he knows who he's going to put up for a VA, uh, Secretary of VA. He says he has an idea. Somebody with 
political capability. Someone unlike himself. <laughs> the I'm lowest sure. qualifications, yeah. meaning they have a mouth yeah. and a brain. So basically. someone political. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Just what we needed to politicize yeah, yeah. the VA and yeah. veterans. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> You're in the right place. Washington, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> yep. Uh, the anchors then ask him about Comey. This is when it starts getting more relevant to what we cover here at Mueller. She wrote, asking him about Comey. Of course, he comes right out of the gates flying, saying that Comey is a leaker and a liar. <laughs> the most predictable response from Trump we could have expected. Talks about how Comey's leaked the his uh, classified documents, which we are, you know, obviously now aware of. Actually, were not classified. <laughs> And Trump just watches Fox News. He admits in this interview that he does not watch CNN. He does not watch MSNBC. He does not watch NBC. He gives the reason for why he doesn't listen to NBC. And he says uh, that he was so good to NBC with Celebrity Apprentice and made them so much money. And now they're so mean to him. And he would expect that if he made NBC so much money, they would be a little bit nicer to him. At least All right, because free press. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So proof that this is how Trump's brain works. Literally, yeah. All squid pro crow. It's broken. It is all it is. Uh, they go on and talk about Hillary, of course. Uh, he goes on this like crazy ADD rant just talking about... He's not even talking about this subject. They're talking about another one. And then he, he says CNN and then brings himself on his own tangent, just saying how CNN is the most like uh, like like how Hil- they gave Hillary the questions to the presidential campaign uh, debate before the debate and how CNN is like the worst thing ever. And he's like, like, seriously, can you imagine how crazy that is? If you guys did that, Fox, you'd be out of business. Like, OK, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. exactly totally how it yeah. yeah they try to rein him in he just cannot be reined in he keeps raising his voice talking over he them. sounded like he was on coke yes it's that dragon energy kanye was talking about that dragon <laughs> energy yeah. Kanye. yeah they talk about kanye in the interview they they're stupid enough to ask him about the specific interaction with kanye he starts <laughs> sorry no go ahead i was just wondering if his favorite kanye song is like niggas in paris or something like i just yeah. wonder like if he's just because it says the end yeah like says. how down is he with the <laughs> exactly he's talking about uh how black people voted for him but not as much as they should have and how black unemployment is the lowest in this country it's ever been and he says quote unquote hispanic unemployment is the lowest in this country it's ever been and and then because yeah, they're all afraid to go to work <laughs> you're gonna deport their asses oh my god that's so true yeah and that uh and he says did I say employment or unemployment? Unemployment. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, I just want to make sure I said that. Yeah, no, my thing is backwards. Oh, got what it. I said it's okay, got it. Okay. I was like, oh, shit. Did I fuck that up? <laughs> I want to make sure he's no, being accurately me. represented. <laughs> yeah, you want to re- accurately report Trump's rant. Yes. Yeah. A complete rant. Uh, they talk he was about yelling. He was like yelling, <laughs> raising his voice. <clears throat> rude. So rude. And I have daddy issues. So I was just like angry just hearing it. I was just like, I can't take this right now. This is PTSD for me. Yeah. She's screaming. Yeah. Screaming, talking over them, not letting them get a word in. They talk about Michael Cohen. He says that the raids have nothing to do with Trump, only Michael Cohen's is business. And then, like AG said earlier on, he says that Cohen only handled a tiny, tiny percentage of Trump's affairs. We all know this is going to come out as like, a huge like understatement. A poor choice of word for him. Like, just shove his foot right up the ass of his own case lawyers. It's just so I, I I saw that and my jaw dropped. Like 
that was your only defense. Yep. Yeah. And you just blew it. Yep. He's unhinged, man. You've huh. been saying it for weeks. It is. I, I'm waiting for him to drop an N bomb. I'm waiting for him to. Yeah, but would it even matter? I'm, like, I'm waiting Kanye for him to call it the Muslim ban. I'm, you know, like, yeah. I'm just waiting. Yeah. He said that his appeal to black American voters was, uh, he says, this is a quote. He says, I mean, vote for me. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the most fucked up, offensive argument to, the to say. rapist comment. It's just like, yeah, well, some of you guys, like, I'm sure, you know, it's just like, obviously, you don't think highly of us generally. You know, you're like, what do you have to lose? Your community has nothing. I mean, okay, but let's talk about why. What so an inspiring campaign slogan. Yeah, we took away everything. What do you, you got welfare. to lose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what do you have to lose? Vote for me. Why not? Crazy. I don't think Trump <laughs> understands the history of American slavery. I think he really doesn't know why he hates black people. <laughs> like, I think he's very confused and he thinks he doesn't hate black people. And then a he lot just, of ra- We talked about this earlier. Yeah. Racists don't, don't, don't realize they're, they're racist. racist. Yeah, did, they don't. did you ever see the uh, Camus Bell um, uh, Shades of America, I think? in No, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. He, he went to a KKK rally and... Um, he was asking questions of the, the folks that were there after the rally. And he's like, so what is it about black people you don't like? And the lady was like, they're mongrels. They're animals. They don't deserve to, to be alive. And he goes, is it, is it tough like being a racist in, in society today? And she says, I'm not a racist. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like if that isn't like, what is a racist yeah. to you? What do you think a racist is? We have right. to name it. We have to agree. If you're, if you're not, if calling african-americans mongrels and animals mm-hmm. and less than human is yeah. not racist what is exactly and if, if you don't name it in legislation like that that's how people get away with it when you have that gray area it's how a lot of things slip through the cracks and yeah i, I know politics is tricky but i feel like that's one of the ways that it's still like implemented on a, on a political level is because mm-hmm. we we don't name it for what it is like hate crimes it's like oh there's two sides to this you know and, and they're good both people group. on both sides yeah they're fine people i'm sure it's it's not treated like a like a real crime like black and white crime. Yep. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh yeah so incredibly de- offensive to the groups that he was talking about. Oh yeah. And but as he always, doesn't seem to get it. You doesn't know? matter. No. They're from shithole countries anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was um, me quoting Trump. Of not- course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> I saw a sign at a business that said um all immigrants are welcome to this shithole like it was a pizza joint or something (laughs) yeah nice that's nice yeah the and then the last scariest thing that i think he says is he says in regards to the justice department because one of the anchors is like this is your justice department you're the one that's supposed to be taking control over this and he says you know our justice department i try to stay out of but at some point i won't Ooh. yeah what the fuck does that mean terrifying oh it's yeah. like if, if Hitler had like a, and I know people like get really sensitive when, when we compare Trump to Hitler, but what are we going to wait until he's killing people when we're like, oh, he is like Hitler. It's like there were things that led up to him killing uh-huh. people. Like Trump may never get there, but like there's damaging things in between. You, you, you can know? see the steps. Like I was watching Handmaid's Tale. Um, mm, great. Are you show. caught up? <laughs> no, not caught up, but it's okay. There was just, it, this won't, this isn't really a spoiler alert. It's just one little aspect of the show because you know how they treat women mm-hmm. um, in that day and like in that time. And, right. And they would go back in time and they started dropping little hints about how it got there exactly and one of them was um uh she was gonna go get her birth control refilled uh, was one of her errands and she had to have her husband sign Whoa. um that was part of the rules like he had to sign her 
paper to for her to go get birth control. So just those little it's little things changes like, yeah. yeah lead to that fascism. Right. That book by uh, what's yeah. her name Ma- uh, Madeline is that Albright Madeline Albright Yeah yeah we should probably put that yeah. on the book club. There's list. a book called How to Be a Dictator that my friend gave me as oh. well and it's it just outlines all these things. You, Very, you we'll know, have a lot. Yeah that's a good one. Yeah, you yeah. undermine the media. Trump bought it not ironically. Dreams <laughs> yeah. Oh this is a great oh guide God. guidebook. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course. That rant was yeah. immense. It was funny for a second, and then it just got really scary, just like Definitely. you were talking about, because it, it's like the the fury that he's speaking with and the unmitigated just yeah. rage and ego, it's, it's so scary. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend, Ryan, he brought this up. He was like, can you imagine if Obama got on to an interview and started talking like that? It would be like... What the fuck It'd is going ridiculous. on? It, what the yeah. fuck is happening? And yeah. that's why we don't look at like, um, and this is not like, a, I think a malicious thing either, but America does not look at a white rich man the same way you look at a, a, a black rich man. It's it's almost like that's how we should know racism is alive and well, just the comparison of the presidents of the last, yep. you know, two terms. It's just, duh. Yeah, <laughs> Obama know? can't like slip up, not even that he would because yeah, he's the a glass classiest ceiling. guy ever. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And uh, the glass uh, ceiling is a racial. He wore a tan thing. suit. <laughs> that's true. Which I, it was too much brown for I the race. That was cl- yeah, brown on brown does not he, sit right with him. He did wear a tan suit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was classy as fuck. Right? And very ahead of his time. What's wrong with was- tanning? Don't white people love tan? Like, isn't that like their favorite thing? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. It's some, of us, some of us turn <laughs> no, orange. No, it's not racist. It's oh, not- my God. I don't I'm think so- you can what ever call me racist. <laughs> no. I can't even define it. I'm or like, I don't know. Be racist. Exactly. It's so weird. I don't know what's racist for a black person, and I don't know if it's different from. A, it has to be. We got to write a book I think about that what we need to change is. the definition of racism. Yeah, you go. Because right now it just says um, uh, discriminate against someone for the color of their skin, and I don't mm. think that you can be um, a victim of racism if you aren't an oppressed group. Exactly. exactly. I think they need to add that. Yeah. Like yeah. I. You, you know, white people are all like, there's reverse racism. If you don't like me because I'm white, that's racism. Why are you calling it reverse? Hmm? Why do you have to reverse it? <laughs> Where's like, it coming I like from? the right original way towards yeah. black people. Yeah. Let's <laughs> reverse the other way reverse. is reverse. Yeah. Good Good old old America great again. Yeah. <laughs> Good old fashioned racism. Right? It's so crazy. I was listening to earlier Kanye records today and he talks about <laughs> racism and then he's wearing the Make America Great. I'm just like, what's going on? Dude, there's good rappers on both sides. You're right. There's, yeah, there's fine he's rappers. Or <laughs> Kanye West is a goddamn whore. It's pretty bad now. He's. I think he's just trying to sell records. He's got. He's dropping exactly. an album soon. I mean, that's a terrible way. I. I do not respect that method. That's crazy. Mm-mm. Very, very. Crazy. And he's so smart. He is smart. He's right. obviously like a manic genius. Yeah. But it's so disappointing. I do think that he's a manic person that has poignant and deep thoughts. I don't think Trump he does. is the same way. I think. Oh, I know. God. No, I swear. I swear. I, I take think it they, back if you're good. This is why that. they like each other. I love Kanye's music because that's like where he shows his best genius but if you look at the comparison to their marketing strategies that genius is usually used in like really negative ways like the way that Kanye interrupts people and disrespects people and Obama had to call him a jackass and so he Kanye wanted to work with Obama about Chicago stuff I know I know art is subjective but I just don't see it oh the music well, if you like Kendrick, you'll lyrics, like yeah. his older lyrics are very. Uh, a lot of people very... thought a lot of people thought the Doors were genius too, and I think that that's silly. So oh, okay, that's <clears> fair. Know, that's it fair. Might just be me. Yeah. yeah, it is subjective, but I, I think I mean, Kanye... they're artsy and they're they're very like right. uh, Mojo Rising. You mixed up the letters of your name. You're the Lizard King. I don't care. <laughs> I, you know, dear, I like what Dennis Leary said. He's like, I'm drunk. I'm famous. I'm drunk. I'm nobody. I'm drunk. I'm famous. I'm drunk. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> that's 
Jim Morrison. Words to live by. Yeah. yeah. Or die by. <laughs> big, big fat dead guy in a bathtub. There's your title. Yeah. That's that's not me. That's, that's Dennis them. Leary. Yeah. Yeah. Before uh, any mm-hmm. listener, I feel like we need to say I'm not supporting Kanye. I support Kanye's music and I'm having a hard time like... Um, supporting the man anymore they seem right. very different and some people just don't listen to people they don't like I don't listen to Chris Brown because he's a Same. woman beater yeah so with Kanye I might I don't know this is a tough one for me yeah I yeah. love his music I feel like even if he's being a troll it's not okay it's just a terrible his power as an artist for like black people that are poor and came from like a state of mind that he came from because he was middle class but still you know that's the struggle in its own right and he just totally is turning his back on everything he wrote about in his music. Like his whole catalog is just like the corruption and racism in America and like poverty. And now he's just like, I have $160 million, so let's make America great again. I think that's awful. Yeah. I, Kanye is my, is my Morrissey. Um, <laughs> Morrissey's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And Talented, I but asshole. super bummed about that yeah. because I grew up on the Smiths. And you let you let it go. You never went back. You never forgave him. I feel like Kanye might actually go to a point of no return for me. And I, he's mm-hmm. the person I would defend like forever. And now I just, I, I can't. If he was, if he was rapping about all the stuff that you're talking about, he I, really I don't know that I'd be able to take it seriously. Yeah. I think maybe he was just selling records. I think the whole time. Yeah. I think he's been lying to himself the whole time. But I yeah. don't know. I really, I, mean, I don't like, listen to him enough to yeah. be a, you know, a, yeah. a judge of it. There but. are a lot of people that started off with him that rapped about the same things and sang about like John Legend. He came up with Kanye. and Love he, John Legend. Yeah. He was tweeting Kanye or messaging him and Kanye, um, tweeted the text messages and John Lennon was or John Legend was like please don't do this your fans like they trust you they believe everything you say don't use this for marketing and Kanye was like dude I respect your thoughts but like don't disrespect my free thinking and Kanye's just he's in his own head he's now, he can't see, be tamed. And here's yeah. something that's important to note you're free to have your opinion I do not have to respect it exactly that's the end you can't force someone to respect you do it. not have the right to not be offended mm-hmm, mm-hmm by me yeah <laughs> so yeah. i agree yeah. i agree he was also really careful to not say that he was in favor of any of his policies per se just simply his as existence a person? as a person even then it's like are you even paying attention well, to we who all he is think that like not- right that's like dave yeah, Chappelle exactly. saying give trump a chance we gave him a chance and now we know who he is and you can't tell me that you're still like this guy's my brother it's like what kind of brother do you want? Like, I if I have relatives that are like sexual predators, I'm not going to be like, but that's my uncle, though. We got that dragon energy. So basically, I, yeah, I just think Kanye is like he's at a point where I, I just can't support him anymore. Point of no return. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. Sucks. It does suck. You're in such a yeah, whatever. I'm white, so I can't like have, a you know, oh. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't. I know? OK. But yeah. from my perspective, it's like you were such a brilliant lyricist and like producer and then now why would you fucking align yourself with this guy yeah, yeah. and i can say it's my morrissey but morrissey's white as fuck so that's <laughs> not the same you know right similar enough uh, right i i do try to understand but it's you know like you said jordan we can't know yeah. we just can't all right so i'm going to talk to you today about the house permanent select committee of intelligence uh sorry on intelligence uh that's questionable um <laughs> and their final report released on friday which is the republican conclusion um, that despite telling us um, about a grip of meetings and secret meetings and covering it up with the Russians and their failure to report, um, they, they find there's no collusion <laughs> between Trump and Russia. They're like, they, it's 223 pages of all the meetings that everyone in the Trump campaign had with Russia and all of the times they covered it up and they're like, but no collusion. That's crazy. Uh, further evidence uh, that this is a sham investigation. Um 
and not the Mueller probe, the the House mm-hmm. um, Intelligence Committee investigation. And the Senate's still going strong. So um, much faith in them. Hopefully they'll produce. Um, and I can't wait until the um, we flip the Congress and they reopen this case mm-hmm. in the House. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. In the House Intelligence Committee and reopen the investigation. We're going to be around for a while. I was like, we'll just do this cool, quick six-month podcast and it'll be good. <laughs> 26 weeks and oh, yeah. we aren't even we haven't even started the Manafort trials buckle up so dang it's gonna be good um and like I said Congress doesn't even get back in session until January so we gotta go at least that long wait you mean since when since like from the November elections or right now? for when we oh, elect okay. everyone in November they yeah. don't they don't start working until January cool, cool, got it. it's still the old shitty Congress for <laughs> for the holidays right right shitty holidays <laughs> to look forward to <laughs> shitty Congress for the holidays um it, it's, uh, it's a good thing the Republicans' color is red so that you won't be able to see the blood in November. <laughs> <clears throat> it's going to be very messy and glorious, um, like the fight scene between Beatrix Kiddo and the Crazy 88s at the end of Kill Bill, Volume <laughs> 2. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be akin to that. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, um, I digress. The uh, HPSCI, we've been calling it the HIC, uh, House Intelligence Committee, Republicans released a 253-page final report on their findings in the Russia investigation. It took 253 pages to say they found nothing. <laughs> um, basically concluding the Trump campaign did not collude with Russia in the 2016 election. This report was probably supposed to exonerate the president, but this piece of shit full of spelling and grammar errors, by the way, and all sorts of typos, is basically a roadmap of what a bullshit investigation this was and what a disgrace the House Intelligence Committee was. Um on the on the GOP side, mm-hmm. um, much like the brief majority and minority reports released right after the GOP shut down the investigation that we've covered, the Republican report basically says, yeah, Trump and his guys met with Russians a lot and failed to disclose that a lot. And they were probably doing wrong things, but there was no collusion. <laughs> and the Democrat response says, quote, here's the zillion things the GOP didn't give a shit a- to ask about, <laughs> basically. So, for example, the GOP refused to follow up on a lead that could have proven Trump had advanced knowledge of the 2016 Trump Tower meeting. Donald Trump Jr. apparently made three calls uh, after he set up the meeting. Um, The first and third calls were to and from uh, Emin Agalarov. He probably called him and then got his voicemail and then Emin called him back. In the middle call, he got a phone call from a blocked number. And the Dems wanted to find out who that was. And the Republicans blocked them from finding that um from doing so why uh schiff said quote they didn't want to know whether he had informed his father and sought permission to take that meeting with the russians they don't want to know they say you shouldn't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to (laughs) exactly um if that call to a private number or from a private number was his father it would mean the president has lied about when he knew about the meeting and it would show he was an active participant in the matter uh quote it speaks to the um it speaks to all the majority was determined to ignore, unquote, basically. Determined to ignore. So many facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason uh, Dems suspect Trump knew about the meeting is that because on June 7th, the day after Donald Trump Jr. made those three calls, after he set up that meeting, um, Trump said in a speech, quote, I am going to give a major speech on probably Monday of next week, and we're going to be discussing all of the things that have taken place with the Clintons, and I think you'll find it very, very interesting. The Trump Tower meeting happened two days later, and the promised dirt was never handed over, and the major speech never happened. Hmm. So, that's... They got played. <laughs> I know it's connecting dots. It's, it's you know, it's not beyond a reasonable doubt, or, you know, it's not proof beyond a reasonable doubt, but 
It's definitely Dude. smoke. And and if and I'm sure Mueller knows who that call was from. Oh yeah. So I wonder if we'll ever find out. You guys could keep my head alive. <laughs> Just yeah, freeze my head. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be at the MSW Live. I like how you act head. like you're like 100 years older than us or something. <laughs> like, She's just preparing. We're not that far behind you. <laughs> well, if it was 40 years to release them, I'll be 84, dude. Well, I'll be like RBG. Each yeah. week of covering this too, it feels like a year. <laughs> like it's yeah, so we're just so gonna happened. come in just to get like just visible signs of aging. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. too much, <laughs> right? Like Obama's hair after he was exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give a major speech Monday. <laughs> um, so uh, DT Jr. sets up the meeting, basically. Calls Emin. No answer. Calls, or his dad calls and says, hey, I got a meeting to get dirt on Hillary uh, and his, and her emails. And then Emin calls him back. And this time he answers and says, thanks, bro. And then Trump says, I'm going to make a speech Monday about the Clintons. And then the meeting happens. They don't get the dirt. And, uh, and, and then there's no speech. It's so suspect. Either that or Donald mm-hmm. Trump Jr. called emin and they decided he'd call his father because he he doesn't get email and plausible deniability is good with phone calls right uh, so they're smart criminals or they're dumb criminals yeah <laughs> or they, I, yeah they just thought someone was on their trail i so. didn't know the fbi could image phones so i would assume they could they do they anything that in the movies <laughs> like that's my <laughs> go-to yeah <laughs> they're pretty realistic movies. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like seriously like except like art imitating life yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally uh, anyway, the uh, the House Intelligence Committee Dems never got to find out who called. Um, innocent people don't hide that shit. Uh, and people in Congress that aren't compromised don't ignore those kinds of things unless they don't want anyone to know who called Donald. Mm-hmm. Trump uh, the junior. It makes zero sense. Um, if there was no collusion, then no one should care if we find out who called him. Right. Um, you're blocking it from happening. Mm-hmm. Actively blocking it. Not, not asking. Not like blocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't worry, Mueller knows, like I said. Uh, and when the Dems take over Congress, they'll reopen this case and investigate everything. Yes. Schiff wanted to investigate. Schiff. The How do they do that without changing the subject of the investigation? What do you mean? Do they not have to switch? Can they reopen an investigation into the same thing? Yeah, it's not a criminal oh, not cool. like double trial. Jeopardy it's or anything. Just, no, yeah, yeah, there's no. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. And there are a few other things we know that we didn't know before because of this report, thanks to the idiot Republicans. For example, not all Republicans are idiots. Don't email me. (laughs) Uh, Somebody said, I can't remember who it said. I think it might have been Bill Maher. He said, look, I'm not saying all Republicans are racist. What I'm saying is all racists are Republicans. (laughs) Honestly, that's got to be true. I've never met a racist Democrat. No, me neither. If you're out there, please tweet at us. Let us know yeah. you're alive. Or at least not explicitly not racist. A, yeah, an overt, overt racist, right? Yeah, yeah. For example, uh, here's some things that we found out. Uh, we already knew Sessions had a secret meeting with Kislyak in 2016, and he lied to Congress about that. Mm-hmm. We knew that. But what we didn't know is that the IC told Trump and Sessions, that the uh, intelligence community, sorry, told Trump and Sessions that they perceived Russia as a threat 22 days before that happened. We didn't know that. We also knew that Papadop was added to... That's Papadopoulos. <laughs> I assume everyone's been listening forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Someone's like, wait, who? Papadop? <laughs> what is she talking about eight mile for? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we also knew Papadopoulos was added to Trump's NATSEC team, that's National Security Team, on March 21st, 2016, because that's what he told a Greek newspaper. But what the GOP report tells us is that he was a member of that team by March 14th, which is critical because Papadopoulos also told the Greek newspaper that he met privately with Trump earlier in the week. 
And if that was after he was on the the national security team, then he most certainly told Trump about Mifsud, which is why Trump praised Papadopoulos by name on March 21st when he added him, quote unquote, to the Security Council. Hmm. Uh, That also explains the lack of surprise from Trump that uh, J.D. Gordon reported um, in that meeting when Papadopoulos Papadopoulos announced his uh, Russia stuff to the mm-hmm. to the National Security Council in that meeting. You know the Instagram picture meeting, exactly. Um, and Trump didn't react uh, because he already met with Papadopoulos and knew about Mifsud in the email offer. His poker face is just awful. Can't he even pretend? <laughs> that means Trump has known about contacts with Russia earlier than ever previously reported, um, and two months prior to the Trump Tower meeting, already had emails on his mind. Oh, so. Shit. Now that's sorry. <laughs> just seen, that's really good work there. <laughs> it's conjecture. Oh yeah, but I'm right. Okay, I believe <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Finally, we I love it. <laughs> one of my one of my strengths as a leader. I'm always right. That should be yeah. your catchphrase. Yeah, your second catchphrase. I wish what? I could. Con- that's conjecture, but I'm, but right. I'm right. Yeah, that's how I legitimately would like to preface everything I say in my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. just have a shirt. Yeah. This I'm is- an empath. Nice. <laughs> Finally, uh, we learned that the reason Kushner told Flynn. We're going back to Kushner and Flynn now mm-hmm. to start calling the Russian ambassador about the U.N. vote on Israel the day after the resolution was announced is because he already set up the back channel with Kislyak and he wasn't worried about being found out. <laughs> uh, he snuck because he snuck Trump. He snuck uh, Kislyak into Trump Tower 20 days prior and, yeah. and tried to set up that back channel. So basically, uh, I'll explain this a little bit. I'll unpack it for you. Uh, Kushner told Flynn to start calling the. Ru- OK, so. There was a UN resolution on the floor, right, to to um, about uh, Israel and their settlements on the Gaza Strip, mm-hmm. and um, basically uh, <clears throat> Obama wanted to abstain from voting and to basically send a message to Netanyahu, like, dude, you got to stop this shit. I know we're pro-Israel, right. but we're not going to vote on this one. Right. Um, and then immediately, all, everyone on the Trump team started calling all the UN ambassadors and asking them to delay the vote mm-hmm. because they were pro uh, this thing right. or against right. being against it. They pro Israel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, vote for them all the time, 100%. Yes. No other option. And so Flynn, um, Kushner told Flynn to call the Russian ambassador about the UN vote the day after the resolution was announced. And he did it cavalierly and without caution and the re- the reason has to be because they had a back channel set up to to do these kinds yeah, of things yeah he might have used that secret back channel in order to get that done so the gop again may have shot themselves in the foot but nothing is as amazing as this typo in the report quote questionable contacts like the trump tower meeting resulted in collusion conspiracy or coordination with the russian government <laughs> They meant to say, did not result in collusion. And they oh, left that no. part out. That is it's so like they funny. they couldn't even lie. They just yeah. keep a straight face on I paper. like to imagine they have two files. One says truth and one says lies. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then one's like really mixed big up lies. the copy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Who put the truth in my lies folder? Come on, guys. That's what that that Rob Porter's here. job. That's why it's all mixed up. He was the truth and lie paper guy. Yeah. <laughs> Who put the truth in my lies folder? In my kofefi. Also, it was pretty hilarious how much the DOJ redacted this report. Like, obvious shit we know. Like, they, like, blank went to Moscow in 2016, and mm-hmm. it's it's Paige, right? Mm-hmm. And then they blank, you know, I'm just, and we know all these things. We know all the redacted material, but the DOJ, I think, was just like, these assholes. Mm-hmm. Let's just redact the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> So that their report looks stupid. <laughs> and let's not tell them about their 
typos and grammar problems. Exactly. It's oh so poorly God. written. It's I so poorly the editor written. is just a rebel and he's just like, I'm going to tell Ooh. the truth. Yeah. <laughs> People deserve awesome. to know. Pop that out of there. That's so funny. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. The entire investigation in the House was a sham, you guys. And this report and the Democrat response just highlights that. Um, I compare <laughs> this report to, here's what I said on, on Twitter. I said, imagine, because you know, all the Republicans and Trump are like, I'm exonerated. It's the report is out, no collusion. Mm-hmm. And here's what it's like. It would be like if the Gambino bosses from the Gambino family were arrested and then a bunch of lower guys in the Gambino family put together a, a commission to investigate the bosses and mm-hmm. then decided they were innocent. Exactly. That's what just happened. Right. right? But the people that believe this is a, a, a victory, they have no idea. They they probably really either watch Fox News or don't watch really anything and they don't know that the GOP is involved because I was even most shocked by that to find out that Congress was so... In- I mean, you just... There's so many of them that were in on this that of course they're going to cover it up. Our investigation was stronger than the... <laughs> Seriously. Than the, the House And the average... Mm-hmm. Per- I, a lot of Us. my friends, yeah, like, they just true. don't watch any news and so they just don't even know. They think that if Congress says this, they're like, oh, it's Congress. It must be true. I mean, Congress is Congress. I'm like, no, you don't know who's in Congress right now. Like, <laughs> these are not good people. They cheated to get there. Seriously. So it's, yeah, education, man. Gosh. Yeah, it's like how... So Starbucks says, I think, I mean, I've already preached about this but they say that they're all fair trade but actually only 10% of their coffee's fair trade the rest <sighs> of it they just created their own certification program yeah, to man. certify and it's like well that doesn't count knowledge is power you can't, that's how people you get can't you. create your own verification systems mm-hmm. that is the biggest World's undermining of justice ever <laughs> I'd like to say that some of our proceeds go to act blue but not all of them right let's make that clear just transparency yeah yeah now that we're on the topic <laughs> We're yes. still in the red. We're trying to get that paid off, but I am making uh, continuous and consistent donations. Good point, Act Blue good point. We're corporate responsible people. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the proceeds. Right. If only Trump could be that self-reflective. Just every now and then. That's all. I mean, we're not asking for much. It's like we we joke about the just fact that we're the transparent. President. Yeah. Just be a president. This is insane. This whole podcast is based on the fact that our president is just like not normal he's he's, he's <laughs> not, under investigation he's not even a normal person i think like what's god <laughs> yeah i don't know guys all right well we'll be back in a second we'll talk more about this okay thanks for listening to muller she wrote the she in muller she wrote is no accident did you know we are 100 percent women owned and operated every single person that helps make this podcast possible identifies as a woman our creative and web design, our engineer and our producers, our editor, our digital media manager, our agent, our ad executives, our merchandising manager, our writers, the facility manager for our 3rd of July uh, live show, female, uh, and even the USPS clerk that helps me with shipping, all women and all LGBTQ plus allies. We will continue to employ and partner with women as our podcast grows, but we could use your help. Please support women in podcasting by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and becoming a patron today. All right, we're back. You guys ready for the Fantasy Indictment League? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so a new story that sounded old... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dropped about our old friend Veselnitskaya. She's the Russian lawyer that went to the Trump Tower meeting with promises of dirt on Hillary Clinton, but really just ended up giving a Magnitsky lecture oh, yeah. and handing over the same dossier to the Trump team that she gave to Rohrabacher a couple months earlier. 
Um, but no collusion. Uh, <laughs> the headline uh, for the New York Times is, quote, Russian lawyer at Trump Tower meeting had closer ties to Kremlin than previously disclosed. So we here at MSW were correct. Um, ding, ding, ding. Uh, and if you're a binge listener, you'll read this and you, you read this and went, yeah, we know that already. Um, this means she could have lied to special counsel about her ties to the Kremlin, which means I'm bumping her up in the fantasy indictment team. Oh, yeah. Also, um, there's a few sealed indictments on the docket right now. I think one of them is for Manafort. If you remember my prediction that Manafort will have superseding indictments for collusion, I think they're coming. Um, and they've been there since January. Uh, and I think that once legislation is passed in New York, closing the double jeopardy loophole, those puppies are going to drop. Oh, snap. Yeah. Mm. Like Peter Brady's voice. <laughs> in season three, episode 16 <laughs> of The Brady Bunch. Nice. It's even true for voices when boys begin to grow. You gotta take a lesson from Mother Nature, and if you do, you'll know. When it's time to change, then it's time to change. And then I have one more theory I want to drop on you guys. I was asking, um, and I've had some discussions, and I still don't know the answer. What if um, new Congress, new Democratic Congress... Uh, now, here, first, let me set this up by saying we can retroactively declare war. Um, we did it for 9-11. Um, we, it's basically, it's, so it's like, you know, all the people who are veterans from that w time of war will get special benefits or mm -hmm. special consideration. Uh, and all the money can be spent different from different buckets and um, just all sorts of reasons to go back and declare war to a date in the past. Um, and I'm wondering if new Congress, uh, Democrat Congress, declares war, cyber war on Russia, either going back to the Cold War or just 2015, that would categorize all the Trump crimes as treason. You're totally right. So retroactively speaking, that would make total sense. And I looked, I, I don't know that ex post facto applies because it's not a law. It's a declaration of war. And I don't know if the writ of attainder applies. I've, I've done a lot of research trying mm -hmm. to figure out if this is feasible. Right. And I don't honestly know. Um, I really can't say. Have you heard anybody talking about that in Congress at all? I haven't heard. This is the first I've heard of it is when it came out of my brain. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. I don't know. That would be awesome. I mean, if we get the benefits that we're looking for. But, I don't know. That would be awesome. Well, if we did it with 9-11, and, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just oh, thinking okay. about a lot of experts um, with this whole Russia thing. They see that this is like the new 9-11. But people aren't looking at like the burning towers in this case. They're like, they're all delayed to it. So, mm -hmm. maybe like you're saying, retroactively, if it happened with 9-11, being that that was an instant attack that everyone acknowledged, and then this is... I guess by experts, you know, supposed to be a new 9-11, that could happen. I don't see why not. Right. But, and I think yeah. Trump has actually been negligent in not declaring it totally an attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. As predictable How as much power would the House have? Is that their thing? They can do that? They can declare war no matter, like, they don't need anyone else? Congress has to authorize war. So the whole uh, Congress. But, okay. But not, e but like, sometimes not even anymore. Like, sometimes... Um, we call things war that aren't actually wars so that we can get the benefit of calling it a war like the Vietnam conflict was never a war. Okay. Um, but 
like there's sometimes just presidential authorizations for use of force like Obama in Syria. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Trump, when or not, not like Obama in Syria, he didn't, he couldn't get congressional approval, so he didn't. But uh, Trump did not get congressional for the Syria authorization attack. for war, yeah. for bombing Syria either time. Interesting. But he's putting it up under the 9-11 mm-hmm. thing because it's against terrorism, but oh. it's not, it's Syria. So, so it can be yeah. done basically, yeah. My only thing would be that people going back in history wouldn't see an event that as catastrophic that is as catastrophic as 9-11 so it would be harder for them to maybe i think you're right that retroactively <clears throat> even but, though you might think you you believe it's just as bad obviously right yeah like, well that's like obama could- wasn't tough on it tough enough right sorry to criticize obama but he wasn't tough he on wasn't. russia We've he wasn't tough enough it. on russia yeah during you know his, well this is his, a new yeah you're totally right it's not to say that you're wrong about anything but it is a new type of you. war yeah yeah just, i'm not wrong about anything <laughs> Never, no. and there's another consideration too you could just charge him with treason and have him take like um sue mm-hmm. and go to the supreme court and the supreme court can decide if we are actually at war oh, oh. cool um, oh that's cool i didn't know that unless yeah. it's i mean you know obviously it has to go through the lower court right there's a couple of different decide, avenues the supreme court could mm-hmm. kick it back it would have to stick with the last courts right. but it's not the bicameral legislature that has to have any sort of bearing on it this the courts can they may or may not i don't know that's just it i just don't know yeah this is crazy there could be so many different avenues for this yeah. yeah, I mean, it would make sense, right? Because cyber warfare, if you just conceive of war as people dying, and it's different now. We were attacked. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah and, I mean, hacking is yeah. one thing, like what China does. They just hack and grab. Mm-hmm. But hacking and grabbing and using, yeah. and weaponizing yeah, yeah. what you've hacked, that's war. They assaulted us. Mm-hmm. It's just not in ways that we're used to. Like you were saying, Jordan, it's, it's got to be an awakening of the nation to what is the new war, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, the new big crime. It's not a nuclear power as much as it is like he has, Putin has control of our electrical grids, he claims, right? right. He, he has like control. He's shut down stuff. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? You guys are either going to do what I say or eventually I can shut down everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe he, he would not do it. Why wouldn't he? He murders people for sport. Of course he would shut down america like he'd laugh the whole he's, time he's proven already that he is not beyond weaponizing mm-hmm. um, cyber attacks yeah so. people need to wake up so tell a friend yeah, <laughs> tell yeah. A friend. pass it along just at your next party just be yeah. a buzzkill next little brunch <laughs> treason tell a friend yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. retroactive <laughs> war declaration let's talk about that over dinner yeah that's conjecture but you I'm think right. you're safe seriously you're not. Yeah. i love that catchphrase <laughs> Are you guys ready for sabotage? Yes. All righty. You guys, I'm sure, heard about this. It's been speculated uh, on by a few people in my inner circle, and now it's spreading. The the rumor is spreading that Trump is actually the person who made the $1.6 million payout to a Playboy Playmate to get an abortion, and Broidy is the fall guy. Damn. For that to be the thing that Trump says, okay, I'm not going to take the fall for this personally, because it seems like with Stormy Daniel T. Caved, is it the amount of money you think? He's like, that's just too much money to cover up. I I don't know, but what I know for sure is that he's acting like this Stormy Daniels thing is worse than it is. Right. So that's why... I oh he's yeah. acting like this could be true, which hmm. means that of course if he paid more money that would be a bigger deal. It's, yeah, it, because yeah. he paid for an abortion. That's right. Brody that, thinks that's abortion. political mm-hmm. 
suicide if you're a Republican. I mean, you would want to believe it, and you're—I bet you're right. I just also there's a little part of me that's afraid that it wouldn't matter. Like no, yeah, Trump supporters would be like, she was a whore. Yeah, she yeah. deserved an abortion or something. Right. The yeah. social things I yeah. wanted to bring him down, yeah, but it might be it might be the, the legal things. Yeah, like the social things, like all of us would want that, like the grabbing by the pussy and, you know, dropping the in bomb. Like we want to believe those things would make a difference. But his base and the GOP has proven that it does not matter, right? They're yeah, he all said in. I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and I wouldn't yeah. lose voters. And he basically did because the building caught on fire and a guy died on Fifth <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and he didn't have a sprinkler system installed. Right. You're so, so right. He pretty much killed somebody on Fifth <laughs> Avenue. And he didn't lose any voters. I think it's actually ticked up a couple percentage Damn. points. Yeah, you're God. right. Yeah. Now he's up for real. Like, like people are like, yeah, now I'm voting for him. He's got <laughs> yeah, killed a guy. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. The bodies Definitely. are buried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Questions. Times for time for questions and comments. Uh, at Al Smith seven five one four six two three four, also known as If Six Was Nine, asked, mm. "Quote: Is Jill Stein on your fantasy league list? She's getting more attention these days. I've heard you mention her, but definitely think it's worthy of consideration." Yeah, yeah. I would love to report on her maybe one day or something because I feel yeah. like we haven't talked too extensively about that. But that's nuts. That I would be great. I Jordan. still have a minisode available. Oh, to write. So maybe we could do a Jill Stein. Yeah, minisode. yeah, very nice. All right, it was going to be why Cohen would. Flip. No, that's that's the today, first one. Yeah, or yes, yeah. Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's today's. Okay. Uh, at Danifesto says, "quote When Mueller calls Ivanka, Eric, and Donald Trump Jr., which one do you think will flip first? Oh. <laughs> Somebody said Baron. Yeah, uh, he's practicing his cartwheels. <laughs> Melania. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if Melania is cooperating. Just, just that yeah. would be so great. Just like I fucking hate you. Yeah. Just, this is just fine. Is there a such thing as like back. synchronized flipping, like a beautiful like choreography, <laughs> like dolphins? Yeah, yeah. tandem, yeah, tandem yeah. diving. Definitely, yeah. De- totally. Yeah. The whole family's in on it. <laughs> such a beautiful way to imagine them just taking him down i would like to think that because ivanka (laughs) cried when trump said that about the pussy grabbing thing that maybe she'd flip first but i don't know who knows you're right though that would be the only tip off i I really mm -hmm. they're all such terrible 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 people such awful men in her life like just like latent teenage rebellion fuck you dad you know what I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> They've probably been waiting for this moment. Draco Draco Malfoy. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, Eric Trump. A.K.A. Uh, what, Dude, who yeah. Who is it from uh, uh, Nesferatu? <laughs> yeah, that's so I can't good. tell you where I got that that's picture, so but I fitting. love it. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Ian Harvey, a friend of mine who was just on Will and Grace, he would just oh. made it onto an episode of Will and Grace. Amazing. Uh, Congrats. Yeah. He's so great. Uh, he's just an all-around awesome human being. He yeah, asked, how so long nice. before Rudy G quits and under what reasons? I think mm. it'll be soon, and I think it's going to be because of... It's too hard. He's 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 part of the investigation. Yeah. Um, he's under investigation by the FBI right now. I'm I'm that's again conjecture, but I'm right uh, for uh, the leaks from the New York field office on the Hillary emails uh, on the Wiener laptop. <laughs> I just love saying the Wiener laptop because yeah. I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> it's just shaped like dick and balls. <laughs> it's just all wieners all the time. Yeah. You just open it up and it's wieners. I love it. Ergonomically, um, it's horrible, but <laughs> they are, aren't they? Very bad for the wrists. <laughs> Unless you never mind. Um, so I think it'll be soon and I think it'll be because he, I don't think he's going to be allowed to, uh, represent him because he's under investigation in this investigation. Uh, and I think that we're going to, there's going to be some evidence in the Cohen raid that might also implicate him. So I think for those reasons, not long. Right. Uh, at five Hampton five, Janelle asked, uh, quote, do you think Trump will become a target at some point? I don't know if, um, 
if Mueller's going to indict him or not. Uh, Mueller might go by strict Constitution and DOJ rules and just um, write his report on obstruction and recommendation for impeachment and then indict everybody else mm-hmm. because he may he may be of the ilk that you can't indict a sitting president. Um, so I really honestly don't know. That's my I'm leaning toward that that he won't indict. Trump, he'll just write a report recommendation. Yeah, um, it would be very character of him to be by the book. It right yeah. would. And, and and sorry. Yeah, I was I was just going to say it's very by the book, and he he also. I feel like he would think that was political theater or something. Yeah, indicting the president would be very dramatic. I don't think he'd want that kind of attention if he could avoid it. Especially in an investigation where the intelligence community has been attacked this entire time. Mm-hmm. To do something that's a little bit more extreme yeah. could maybe put he'll it in history books. Yeah, not mm-hmm. want to run the risk of Like going- Comey, yeah, he'll pass it to the reporters in the Congress. Like, hey, you guys make this yeah. final choice. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to yeah. do our job. Mm-hmm. And I just, I imagine Mueller saying that it's... It's not my job to impeach the president. It's the people's job to impeach the president. Very Comey-esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or very, just not very, re-elected. Very Mullery. Very d- dem- democracy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much democracy. I was yeah. thinking the other day, as Trump is going insane, we're all just really blindly relying on the foundations of our constitution yeah. they just were. to hope that he d- they do. It's scary, though, because we're getting right up to the edge with this guy. It worked in Cl- it worked on Clinton and it worked on Nixon. So I have yeah. faith, despite the fact that they didn't have Fox and Friends, like, I get that they didn't have an organization behind them that was, like, affecting 33% of the population, but mm-hmm. those 33%, I don't think they're going to be enough to overcome all, like, if the blue wave is a true blue and, like, the Russians don't swoop in and somehow, what if they screw up the numbers? <laughs> Like, yeah, they've done it before in Ukraine. Yeah, like, that's why we have to be very, very diligent. Very this aware. Yeah, election. we have to get out and vote, particularly mm-hmm. young people. Don't, don't mess with my mind, man. Get yeah. out and vote. Seriously. Yeah. Um, if I if I watch the election results and it turns out that only seventeen percent of you showed up to the polls, like I'm come be on, angry, but I'm what, we be mad. We have to know if the numbers are messed with by knowing how many people are on board. There's a chance that you know Putin but, already did this last time and we just haven't caught. Like he it's did, just, and that's yeah. why we absolutely have to make sure we do this hard yeah. because we're fighting. Two battles. We're fighting Republicans and Russians. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, the oh, two God. R's. I know. God Yeah. J.C. <clears throat> uh, Doulos, one, first apologized for asking questions every week and then said, <laughs> <laughs> regarding Rosenstein, is he technically a witness? How can he oversee the investigation? Oh. Yes. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if he... You know, Mueller might have just left that whole piece out. Um, yeah. It's not like him, though. So I don't know. He may be waiting to investigate until he's closer to the end mm-hmm. on that piece. He may he may wait to interview uh, Rosenstein as a witness until the very lasties so that, you know, if he if he has to recuse himself, it won't be for long. Right. What if it's that like um, this is one of those areas where cause now that I think of it, I'm like, yeah, Rosenstein is totally a witness. He's he's part of the Comey five right? or the Comey six. Is he like one of the guys? That- no, he wrote the letter uh, oh, recommending he- Comey's firing. There we go. OK, so, yeah, he's in it, though. The so- bullshit pretext, mm-hmm. pretext letter. Which it it almost seems the like they're choosing to to, to and I, I don't know if this <laughs> it's like that gray area where they're like, maybe it's worse if we let someone come after him than it is to let him stay because they could be very technical with the law and then they can be very vague and it's seems like this is one of those times where of course Mueller had to ask himself this question too right well Mueller's under him so I guess it wouldn't be his call but who who would be the one to even say that it's okay if you can stay like you're okay with me uh him 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a lot of trust I want in one a job guy. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Job security on fleek. No, I, I believe probably, in Rosen's. Probably Sessions. And I'm sure yeah. Mueller would advise him. So, like, yeah, there's a lot I'm of filters. A, I'm about to interview you. Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to recuse Yeah, yourself. it's a great question, but I do believe that enough people with, um, you know, enough uh, non-involvement have said, well, he can clearly stay. Even This is politics. It's not that, like... There's a, there's a there's a legality to it. And For sure. We, we aren't clear on it. Mueller knows, and that's what he's doing. I feel like they have their reasons, yeah. I just yeah. trust, honestly, I, I just trust whatever Mueller has, mm-hmm. is doing, and, and that wh- whatever he's doing is legal. I hope we yeah. find out the answer, too. That would be nice to know. Uh, Sean Parent told us that Manafort should get Elon Musk to testify that our reality is merely a video game created by an advanced <laughs> civilization, so the judge might as well dismiss the charges because nothing is real. Yeah, that I love that. Yeah, that's a, that's a I nice... I love that. Yeah. <laughs> So great, thank you, Sean. For I have that. a friend that actually believes that. Uh, well, they believe this is a simulation. Yeah. Well, what's well? Uh, the odds are very high. That I was going to say, yeah. The odds are very Look high. Look at our technology. I mean, it's only it's so fun to think about. It is. It's like technological reincarnation. Yeah. I think. I'm glad our little blips have come into contact, guys. Yeah. This is, yeah Honestly, this is you nice. guys are cool ass yeah. blips. Thank you, our Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy blips. Our yeah. consciousnesses have right. met up. Blips. Morally sound blips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tara Sadal says, quote, this podcast rocks. Thank you for breaking down Aww. this tangled legalese shit storm into manageable mini storms. Uh, in layman's terms, five Aww. stars. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Thanks, Thank man. You, yeah. We found out this week we'll be doing some partnering with uh, Rabio Chaudhry and uh, mm. the 45th pod. So I'm excited uh, yeah. for that. So exciting. You said it's so casual too. Like it's not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> Forever humbled to work with women in media. And, and I'm so glad we get to meet and work with all these incredible women. And Definitely. I'm just, I'm super. She she's wrote, fantastic. She, yeah. She's, she's so smart. She wrote the book on, on Adnan Syed from Serial Podcast. She's oh, yep. Amazing woman. <laughs> Uh, at Crispus wants to know Crispus one wants to know since the FBI has pretty much everything ever on Cohen what could he possibly offer to get a lighter punishment hmm. um, well here's the thing his sworn testimony mm-hmm. that's the most powerful evidence ever yeah. a confession <clears throat> yeah. Sworn, yeah sworn testimony mm-hmm. in court uh, this is Cohen, or in right? front of the grand yeah. jury yeah, yeah. Uh, his testimony is worth a bazillion dollars and mm-hmm. so yeah you got all the stuff you you know everything about him um but hit but to to get his cooperation to get him to say it in front yeah. of the grand jury is, huge. is everything yeah. is that so for corroborating if they seize all that evidence and then they you know they have this case built just based on evidence only he would need to testify for it to corroborate it right completely mm-hmm. okay cool as opposed to another source, I guess, or something. That oh, would be, no, yeah. They could have all sorts of sources. But yeah. Him, himself. I know that would be absurd for someone to incriminate themselves, but I just mean super, super technical. Like, yeah. what is technically required? They only need him, right? Yeah. Well, right. And, and and presuming that he would have an agreement, he would have some sort of a reduced sentence, reduced charges. He is yeah. a family guy. He's a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's a family man, but he has a family. <laughs> this is why where the law is interesting to me for social purposes, because it sounds like they wouldn't need, like, physical well they they have like the documentations to follow the money but it sounds like they would only need him to just confess it for them to just believe that these documents are you have to have all the documentation oh okay okay i also well i yeah and i wondered too about it because especially in this case what if him corroborating something actually is going to cover up something bigger Mm -hmm. because he's an agent for somebody else so Mm -hmm. is yeah it's like at that point where they needed to be corroborated by someone else aside from him as much corroboration as you can get obviously is is better yeah, um, but the actual person um, testifying to what they had in their possession mm-hmm. is 
a 10 times stronger than just the documents. Yeah, so. yeah. and if For he's sure. playing Mueller somehow, I, uh, he's not smart enough, I think, to pull it off. But if he is, he's an then idiot. Mueller can always go back he and get him, right? He has 16 yeah. phones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on. How many drugs are you selling, bro? It's burner, right? <laughs> oh like my God, some bodega so made funny. a bunch of money off of just buying and selling phones to that guy. Seriously. Uh, like Garrett frequents Metro PCS. Totally. <laughs> 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 Your cricket subscription has <laughs> expired. <laughs> Uh, Garrett Bergstrom wants to know if any punishment can be charged against Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee. I hope. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I honestly want to spank him. I, I don't <laughs> give him a good spanking. I don't think I know enough about um, the law itself to to know. Uh, but I I would assume uh, RICO or espionage or obstruction certainly obstruction of justice um you'd have to prove intent that's hard so i mean i guess it's just all it's you know it's all up to whoever investigates them yeah and the whether evidence whether and it's Mueller or not mm-hmm. um you're right I yeah they could have the evidence and look the other way <laughs> it's unfortunate well no Mueller wouldn't do Mueller that. wouldn't do it no but you're, you're right it depends on who's investigating i think yeah. I, I mean uh, he should be able to get them if he wanted to. Yeah, he can get anyone. But they'd probably be smaller fish is what I'm thinking. Like, hopefully he would go far enough to punish anyone in Congress. But I think he would only need to get the top people for this to be yeah, you know, a done Yeah, but he's deal. the kind of guy that follows every single lead to its very end and Ooh. and punishes everyone. Yeah. Uh, his his joy in life is putting malefactors in jail. So um, he does. Yeah. I have faith. I have a lot of faith. In I him. do his as thoroughness. well. I do as well. And people say, oh, if you don't like the people you're investigating, that's bad. I'm like, it shouldn't make a difference. It should make you actually better as if an investigator. Guy, if you don't like yeah. them. If you, if you, mm, anyway. That's such a yeah. weird thing. I, I feel you. That is. And it's just such a inevitable conflict you're going to have in the justice system. Like, exactly. think about the defense attorneys that have to, you know, fucking go to court for child molesters there's there's always going to be scenarios where Mm -hmm. it's not very likely that you're going to be on the side of the person that you have to represent Mm -hmm. no well francisco was arguing in the supreme court for the the muslim ban this week so he can't have been happy about yeah (laughs) at least i hope not but maybe he is maybe he hates muslims i don't know I don't know what's in Francisco's heart. Yeah, Gosh. we learned something every day. I had a roommate that hated Muslims. She's one of those really? uh, yeah, white women that voted for Trump. She doesn't think she's a racist either. She's like, look at their Bible. Like the, the Quran, it says that they hate you know, Americans. And I'm like, where'd you get that app? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. you, did, did Putin make an app and you downloaded what you thought was the Quran? Putin's Quran. Yeah. Uh, at Sagiria wants to know uh, what surprised us each the most in this week's news cycle. Um, hmm. Which was most surprising? Yeah, what was surprising? I think the Fox and Friends really floored me. That was insane. Because he lost it like an old man, just like off his rockers. Like I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was surprising to me that Fox uh, let it go on for that long and that they didn't rein him in at all and that there was yeah they tried that was very surprising and the ending they're like yeah I think you probably are really busy. Mm-hmm. And we should go, yeah, because you have a lot to do. It was yeah. so obvious they cut him off. That was shocking. Yeah, God, I know. Mm-hmm. I think the most shocking thing to me this week was the uh, that Trump probably knew uh, and and called DT Junior and knew about the the twenty sixteen tower meeting. Yeah, that should be the biggest story. Or the, yeah, and knew about it um, and <laughs> was buried by his rant. <laughs> also, that he knew about um, the mis- the Mifsud. 
um, mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yes, yeah. technically for sure, that's the most that just, important news. Less just, juicy to people. It, it yeah. goes to the whole: uh, what did he know, and when did he know it? What did the president yeah, know, exactly. and when did he know it? Just to quote Do you Watergate. Think, did he time? <laughs> I wonder what the timeline of these articles came out because did he know that this news was coming out? Do you think Trump tried to distract us with a chaotic rant? Is it did that they overlap at all? No, I don't know. Interesting. I think because Comey says Trump is above average intelligence. And I think a lot of us underestimate that. We think he's like average or below. So if Comey's saying above, I mean, underestimating Trump's intelligence could be like our downfall. Like, Mm. I don't know. You know, it's also very surprising to me. And this is not directly related to us. But Michelle Wolf getting so much shit for her White House Correspondence Center Mm -hmm. because I watched his homenages and it is just as fighting mm-hmm. as hers is yeah and it's, and it's just as critical and he got nothing compared to what michelle wolf is getting. i haven't seen her um like the people against her because i have my liberal bias media like in my bubble but I, yeah what are they saying what she, kind of thing she's just getting super attacked for being mean to sarah huckabee sanders everybody's talking about that they will not stop talking about it yeah she, and, yeah and trump didn't even go because He's so fucking... Because he's a snowflake. Because he doesn't yeah. support the First Amendment. Yeah, freedom he can't take press. a joke. He no, he doesn't go. support freedom of the press. That's why he doesn't That's go. Yeah, for sure. Most importantly. <laughs> and it's like, are they doing this because she's a female? That's why they're attacking her more. I don't want to just jump to that. Right, but that's the female aspect, her shrill voice. She's you know biracial. I mean, there's so many elements. I mean, Hassan or Hassan was like he's a minority too. So I thought that he got a little backlash from what I remember. But you're probably right. If I look up, I can imagine that Michelle Wolf got way more. It's just really bad about, on Twitter. Yeah. It's really bad when women are really funny and really snarky because she like did not hold back. Nope. It's like it's intimidating. You know, that's why women in podcasting is not just a thing we say. It's like there are a lot of people that hate to hear women speak their. My minds. favorite is what do you call an Uncle Tom. What's the Uncle Tom for white yeah. women? Yeah. And Coulter. And Coulter. Yeah. Also, also, when she says calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. That was yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so funny. Dude, funny, man. Like the best jokes ever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And he's some, guy, some guy on Facebook was like, she's proven the old stereotype women aren't funny. And How could so he? I, Fuck you. I told him, I was like, you and me, anytime, any stage, I will wipe the floor oh, with you. Oh, that's the joke off guy. And. And he blocked me. Of course, <laughs> of course. Shit. Like seriously, uh, being in com- in comedy, like all of us know Julian this. Metzmeyer, I'm calling you out. You Julian Metzmeyer. Metzmeyer. You think? Yeah, J U L I E N. That'd be so epic. Metzmeyer. Zoolander joke off. M E T Z M E Y E R. And no ripping off jokes. We don't do that knock knock street joke shit around. No, I'm just gonna do a set. No, not you. I think he needs to know. He sounds like he doesn't know comedy. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do a roast battle. Oh, just I do a set. You do a set. And we'll see. Let's see which gender has and if funnier. you don't do this, you are a chicken shit. I've Seriously, already got yeah. every major comedy club offering me stage time. Not every major comedy club, the improv and but Hollywood like you have, pay, you've been doing but, this for a minute, like a while. You, yeah, people underestimate women in comedy to this day, and it blows my mind because we see so many great women, and we're like, you just don't even explore. You just don't even like browse Netflix. Like you just, you don't even know. People bring just it. bring it, yeah. Matt Meyer. Yeah. Yep, I'm waiting for you. I wonder if he even watched. Like, you think he watched Michelle and said this isn't funny, or he didn't even watch it because she was hilarious. How so do you not funny. know what funny is? Amazing. Yeah. I was like, what a brilliant everyone was writer. Kind of, everyone was kind of like, oh, right. She dropped some f bombs. She did. Oh yeah, but rightfully so. And pussy. And yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. was. She doesn't give it a wasn't fuck. Clean. 
No, nope. but she's so smart and brilliant and poignant, and yep. it's like yeah. it was fantastic. George yes. Carlin, he said it himself. You know, like you, you you can do clean, and that's great. But like sometimes, fuck is just the best word to describe how you're feeling. And <laughs> in this era, I mean, like yeah. yeah, even Ellen said fuck on her show when Trump was elected. You guys remember that? Yeah, like no. the first episode after Trump got uh, elected, she <laughs> she screamed fuck on the show, but she had like a blowhorn yeah. like going at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I great. love it. Yeah. Uh, at SF Huntress 2018 says, "What exactly is Jared doing? He has a." Little <laughs> Classi- he has a lower classification than the calligrapher is he just folding napkins <laughs> he's plotting his escape <laughs> yeah he's doing side work at the white house just yeah. rolling silverware up yeah it's the pool boy <laughs> yeah he's in the garden yeah that. i mean the sad reality is like we talked about a couple episodes ago trump can still disclose to him whatever he wants to so he can essentially yeah. function in the same yeah. way he was before it's mm-hmm. just not right and right now i think what he's out trying to do is raise money to get yeah. himself out of debt on that that's on his that main building goal. he's about to close some deal on i can't remember before they get kicked out because they know it's a possibility i mean trump wants to stay but he's probably preparing he's like get all the money you can and telling all his kremlin friends to hide their money oh well not for this this particular thing he's 1.2 billion dollars in debt on you his, think they can raise it by fifth avenue property i think country i think i think the uae probably hooked him yeah, up for yeah. the intel that he gave him on right. traitors to the crown exactly seriously and if that doesn't work just threaten some other country just unbelievable Mm. Uh, I got a message from Jennifer Nebaker she wanted to hear the rest of the conversation we had to cut um, where Jaleesa was explaining that slavery has helped fuel the racism that has led to 61% of black women being raped Um, quote I know AG tried to roll it back and clarify um, that she had no place speaking on this but Jaleesa never I felt like Jaleesa never got to make her point without being interrupted by a white woman I'm a white woman, too, and I say this out of love and respect, unquote. So, Jaleesa, I apologize once again for having to cut that short. Um, of course. Thank you. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to to finish your point on that. Definitely. So, yeah, I was looking at some stats. And so uh, the Department of Justice estimates that for every white woman that reports her rape, at least five white women do not report theirs. But for every African-American woman that reports her rape, at least 15 African-American women do not report theirs. So there's a lot of reasons why people think black women may choose to not report the incidents of sexual assault. Some people think that uh, there's fear that they won't be believed and they'll be blamed for their attack. But I guess the most unique challenge is it's just that um, there's a history, in, in, in my experience of being assaulted by black men, there's a history of like not wanting to give in to the portrayal that black men are predators, but then there are cases where there are white men that assault, and then that seems to fall under the idea of with the just the racial stereotypes and, and the history of oppression. It's like you, you just don't even consider the struggles of someone of that community as relevant as someone who hasn't been so oppressed or hasn't been so demeaned. So it's not a, a very conscious thing, I think, in 2018 that people say, oh, a black woman who's raped by, let's say, a white man is, is just raped because of slavery. It's more like, well, historically, they're they're not as valued as people. So generation after generation, it becomes this thing where maybe someone thinks that they're not racist or they think they're a feminist. And then they get in a situation where it becomes convenient to look the other way because society already does. And then that's where the you know stigma yeah. happens. And rape is all about power. For um, sure. So if you've got uh, any kind of overt or, or covert racism going on in your head, you're going to feel probably more powerful yeah yeah that comment that you made too it's interesting i i've like read theories from not theories but just uh opinion pieces by black women that black women need to be really careful with when they're accusing other black men of violence because Mm -hmm. 
black men are already considered to be the mongrels and yeah like well yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. they're all they're the ones that are you know unarmed getting yeah i was grown i'm thinking back to it like i was taught not to snitch on sexual predators in the family and i never thought about why and then as an adult being around other white or not other white people i'm not white <laughs> being around white people it's a whole different thing it's like oh i'm i might yeah <laughs> Who knows? I <laughs> what is race? I um I, I used to think Such that like posture. I felt safer around white men, and the then simulation is really messed up. Elon Musk. Yeah, oh, like yeah. there's there's just so much. It's not just about white people being like you know like the bad person or something in this case. It's really just about systematically not only do white people fall victim to this like uh, this power trip, but but black people sometimes like we suppress our own struggle and we also we we believe that we're safe and forget that there is systematic racism, and so we end up falling victim. To things where we should have known better it's like oh well how could you you know think it's okay i i mean like for me personally you're starting to get into victim blaming though exactly it's it's a big big problem for someone like me who feels like there's a lot of gray area and things and so now i'm learning about the the patterns and i'm like well you got to draw a line otherwise i'm giving into this you know gray area in a negative way i'm saying well you know, things happen, but no, there there are real statistics that are showing that this is why it happens, and, and you can stop it by acknowledging it, and there's things I can do, but that's not the point. The point is that there's a job. Yeah, there's a lot of things that other people can do. And, and the job is to stop raping people. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's so crazy. That's, the we, onus is on rapists to stop raping people. We, we it's not on anyone women else. women to be careful. We have not taught men really systematically to not rape to stop and, raping people. yeah and i know women rape too but I'm, I'm talking about like the majority it's not an all lives matter yeah. thing, you know like just focusing in on this uh, issue yeah we need to teach men yeah so to as stop. soon as we tackle rape man on mm-hmm. man man on being the rapist rape or yeah. just man on man, well, man on woman yeah as soon as we attack tackle that problem mm-hmm. we'll we work on the, the next one we'll work on the women rapists. right they're all problems I, we got to prioritize I, by the majority is, of issues yeah. i mm-hmm. think that one of them might happen more often definitely yes. i mean the department of justice is like yeah this is a problem for every one african-american that reports it 15 don't i i didn't report 90 percent of the times i was assaulted in my life and i had to had to count probably over a dozen times and that i just started to uh, like report it this year and i see the backlash and there's and all it's sorts so of systematic things. yeah, yeah there's it gotta be deep. just a distrust for, for yeah. law enforcement is probably a part of it there has totally. to be uh, for me i didn't report because i didn't think i thought it was my fault yeah we and then another the time, best at victim blaming we really are and then an, yeah. another time i tried to report and was told that if i did i would get in trouble so like it's mm-hmm. it's so systematic. many many reasons not to so report many layers and yeah. i'm sure that race is going to compound the issue for sure and we just mm-hmm. got to tackle that so that we can tackle all the non-racial issues with with sexual assault. I mean, they're all important. But yeah, the stats show that black women have it pretty bad. And I didn't know that growing up. I didn't realize that I was um, special. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought that it was just the way everyone, you know, was. So. I'm so sorry to hear that, Jaleesa. Thank that you. you. Yeah. Were, that's one time is too many so to hear you talk for about sure, how frequent yeah. it was is uh it's like unfathomable definitely AG, there are people that yeah they, they seek out people and and maybe this is also subconscious but once you see a window of opportunity and you've let's say never raped it's like if you think you can get away with it i mean like even the best pe- it's a bit me too it's huge for a reason it's everywhere it's mm-hmm. absolutely everywhere so yeah even even good people sadly enough you know and bill cosby it's, i mean that's a huge win i think but this is a guy who black people say that is being targeted because he wanted to buy nbc and a lot of people are so convinced that he's being targeted for being a rich black man i'm like come on Fucking we have ridiculous. to draw 
Yeah, so sorry. That's mm. nope. That's I wanted to give you. That's everything. <laughs> I wanted you to reclaim yeah. your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No problem. Uh, thank you guys. It's been a great episode. I'm grateful for everyone listening. I'm really grateful for the two of you guys. You two of the most amazing women Aww. I know. Thanks, so you too. For this now, is the best. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you like what we've created. <laughs> uh, for now, I'm Ag. I'm Julissa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn. And this is Muller. She wrote. She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Jaleesa Johnson. Market consulting by Amanda Reeder and Unicorn Creative. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Our partners are fastgrass.org and joysteaspoon.com. Fact checking and research by AG with support from Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. This week's episode of Muller She Wrote is written by AG, Jaleesa Johnson, Jordan Coburn, Sarah Hirschberger Valencia, Jesse Egan, and Sarah Lee Steining. Our web design and branding is by Joel Riga with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is MullerSheWrote.com. They might be giants that have been on the road for too long. Too long. And they might be giants aren't even sorry. Not even sorry. And audiences like the shows too much. Too much. And now they might be giants are playing their breakthrough album, Flood. All of it. And they still have time for other songs. They're fooling around. Who can stop They Might Be Giants and their liberal rock agenda? Who? No one. This ad was paid for with somebody else's money. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing in the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch you will be vaporized.
Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.